everyone, welcome to the beginning of the stream with uh, your host, me, Brad Woto, famed for being myself. Um, it's Dying Order. It's Table Story. It's a Sunday night for me. I think it's a Sunday for everyone here at least, or a Sunday afternoon for most people here, yes. Um, sometimes Disby lives in a mystical faraway country with a different time zone that I can't work out, so, but I don't think you're there right now, so I think... Nope. I think you're just, uh, yeah. Uh, right, yeah, so welcome, uh, welcome in everybody, I hope you're all having a wonderful time. It's time for more Dying Order. You guys prepared? I feel like you guys have been through a lot for the last few weeks. It's been, uh, you've had three weeks of grueling combat, pretty much. Um, and I hope you're prepared for three weeks more, because you were actually inside of another illusion. You're inside of an illusion, inside of an illusion. Haha, <laughs> no, you're not really. Just kidding. Alright, well, I guess that's the end. <laughs> just zero. All four of you just looking at me like, what is this person saying to us? Can we have him removed? Um, you had a good week? You all doing all right? You all prepared? Yeah? Hoping because it's Easter Sunday, you go a little easy on us today. I have to see. Uh, I guess. I guess we'll see. <laughs> I oh, guess. For easy going. I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it depends on what your definition of what easygoing is. Um, I'd say it's more easygoing, but you won't, probably. We'll no, not yet. It's more well, easygoing just... because you've, you get to start with a long rest, having happened. And you're level 5 now. Yeah, we're level 5. So you're stronger, which is nice. Um, in theory. In theory, Aura can hit stuff. In theory... She won't die. We'll see. Oh, I thought you were going to say she won't hit stuff. That's what I thought he was going to say. I was like, it's fair. It's a fair wow. assumption. What a turd. Well, you were the MVP last week. There were a few comments yes. um, on YouTube and stuff as well that said that. Um, how do you feel about it? Do you feel like you can carry that title into this week? Yes. All right. <laughs> yes, ab the roles absolutely. Are just absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Do we feel confident in KPP's yes. answer? Yes. I Thank feel you. confident in KPP. Do I, I still have a 90-foot dash? <laughs> Two of you feel confident in KPP's answer. <laughs> I'm just asking, because if I do, then I feel confident. Um, yes, I mean, I assume you do still have a 90-foot dash, okay. unless you sprained your ankle in the night or something. No, I hope not. Um, that was fun. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so either. Um... All right. 
Well, um, I guess we'll just jump into it. We have a lot to cover. Because, well, we'll see. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Why are you like this? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a long day, all right, for me. Okay, I woke up two hours too early, and my whole day has been two hours longer than it should have been. And so it already feels like <laughs> it's later than it is, and I feel crazy because of it. And really, that probably will bleed through into whatever's happening today. Good or for Ow. bad. Good or for bad. Sometimes it's a good thing when I'm more tired because I'm kind of too dumb and I'm like, oh yeah, you get an extra spell slot, sure, because I don't know what's happening. And sometimes it's bad because I'm like, I guess this thing hits you for 400 D400s. I don't know because I'm too tired to work it out. So we'll find out. Um, to sum up the last couple weeks, of, uh, of what you guys were doing. Essentially, you guys came to Bologna, this big um, city, which is currently covered in snow, very, very strangely so, because um, most of the time there isn't much of a heavy winter in Alexandria. It's, it's very uh, similar in tempera uh, to um, kind of Italy and that kind of area and along that kind of... Um, of our hemisphere on on earth and the architecture is pretty similar to a medieval sort of looking florence um and it's very strange to see it so heavily covered in snow you guys came here um on really the only clue you had from suna's mother and that was to go and find her father because if if uh really the only way that you guys had um, or the only way that she understood that you could find more information about this this godlike figure known as Deivaki, who seems to have kind of corrupted the celestial um, race known as the Dying Order, um, you uh, you were told that there was a demon who used to work for a devil known as Lord Chiba, and Lord Chiba is. Um, is your uh, your intended target or at least your intended destination because he um is one of the only creatures that is likely to have more information than mother numera this kind of ancient um creature herself somewhat she's a she's a she's been around for a very long time but on the mortal side of things you need somebody who might have more information on the uh immortal side of things from the the demons the devils the celestials um, pretty much all of the Celestials are somewhat against you, at least according to Ahi, the um, the sort of uh, the avatar of the gods that was the one that put you onto this dying order, the race, um, which leaves you with very little options to find information. In order to find this figure, Lord Chiba, you had to go and question or uh, locate Suuna's father, who used to be enslaved by Lord Chibber. Um, you did find him. However, getting information out of him was very difficult. You encountered him, you encountered a creature known as Zolmus, and the two of them seemed to have escaped Lord Chibber around the time, about, oh, I don't know, nine months before Zuna was born. Um, you ended into a battle, you guys were stuck in a fight, you had Grim, you had Kalugi with you, you got stuck into 
um, multiple versions of fights, fight on the street, fight inside of the temple, um, a fight inside of kind of your own minds, an illusory world put forth um, to, uh, to trap you and break you down by this charm demon, this incubus known as Igan. He, um, you eventually uh, felled him. You, you managed to trick him because you have a set of abilities that he had never encountered and he couldn't have prepared for. Um, a set of abilities that were beyond, beyond anything that he could understand. Specifically, Aura was able to create a portal using her um, ranger horizon walker um, ability here. The ability that was, that was unlocked by Ahi to allow you to travel around the world quickly so that you can actually compete in the Dying Order. You guys have been able to use it to now somewhat get out from underneath Ahi's thumb. Um, you guys came here last time you used it. This time, um, Aura used it to break out all of you from within this um, illusionary world. And then, um, after a brief skirmish with the remainder of some of Vigan's um, people, uh, you chopped off his head and you were able to speak to him. The head of Vigan informed you that uh, that that Chiba is far more menacing and terrible and powerful than he could ever dream to be. Um, he said that he can see you now. He said that uh, really the only way that you're gonna you know be able to gain access to him is by using this um, this planeswalker power that Aura has. He provided Aura with kind of a uh, GPS location. He he typed into Aura's TomTom where to go. And she has the ability to go there now. Um, when Whenever she locates her next portal or accesses a new portal, she can, if she wants, go to this new location, which she now knows is known as Stygia. Yes, TomTom still exists. I read chat at this point because I'm not too... I didn't know. Confused. Okay, I was actually asking because... I have no idea, honestly. I used to sell them when I was a, a wee youngling. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right, fine. Punched <laughs> I, in the I, location I, I, into Aura's Garmin. Uh, it's the only I, other one that I know that exists. Yeah, I know Garmin. There you go. Uh, <laughs> everyone just uses their phone now. Um, so, uh, at the end of this, you, you guys managed to free a couple of people who were trapped in there as well, who had come to the temple, believing it to be a temple to Auril, Aura. Um, however, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't. It was all a farce. Um, Igan was leeching off of people and absorbing them and claiming their power for his own or twisting them to his own needs. Um, you all then headed back towards the um, Flute and Albear. <laughs> Have I finally learned it? Um, and uh, pretty much that's where we left off. You guys heading back to go for a rest. And that is where we pick up today. Um... I think, um, uh, so we're going to skip forward just a few hours because you, uh, because no one, no one wants to watch you sleep. What do you think this is? Twitch streams? Uh, you think this is a Twitch stream? Come on, guys. This is real life. Um, we see to set the scene. Um, we see the sun coming up. Um, Aura and Bo are still asleep. Um, 
It's probably been barely an hour since you guys made it back to this tavern. Since you guys, this is a 24 hour establishment, although they don't always serve food and drink. You can gain access to the very large inn that, uh, that's, that you slept in last night as well. Um, so you can come and go. There's usually people around. There's often people still sitting in the tavern. And if you're staying here or you're with a group of people that are staying here, they let you stay in the uh, the downstairs in the tavern and sit in the tavern instead of being locked in your room overnight or whatever. So there are a, there's a, two or three people sat around this, um, this tavern on the lower and second level, the third level being rooms where... O and Aura are. Did you get separate rooms? I feel like we would have probably just shared a room. Yeah, we got the same room. We're, yeah. we're, going, we're all good friends here. I ain't no pervy pervert. Well, just every now and then. Alright, if you say so. And the, um... Do you, do you have a single bed here? Or what? How, how is that situation? Oh. Well, I don't know. Or are we sharing the same bed or what? I feel like it's a room with two twin beds. Okay, <laughs> all right. like a three feet in between. Okay, okay, it's twin beds. There you go. So yeah, I think probably we uh, we have a room with, with you guys in it. Um, and uh, yeah, downstairs is... Um, is um, there's no one around. The, the streets are still relatively quiet. The snow continues to fall and, and sit and settle on the streets. And overnight, the streets fill with snow and ice again, making it even more difficult to get around town. The snow doesn't stop. The snow falls endlessly. And you um, you guys, uh, you get here. At one point, probably as you arrived near this tavern, Ellie split from the group and headed in the direction of her guild. Whereas Suuna, um, neither of these two need sleep. So Suuna sits down at a lower um, floor, one of the windows of the uh, of the, the tavern. And I think just settles in, maybe with a drink, I would assume. Um, just throw a copper to someone and get a drink. Um, yeah, that's and accurate. Down, and, then, and then looking out across the city of Bologna and then a few hours will pass um, you see um, the sun rising up sooner across these rooftops and this kind of red light turns the snow red for a little while before the snow returns to a cold white and the people of the city first begin to appear there are a few people that you see kind of moving around the city early people who seem to be getting a head start on work um, just before the sun rises, there are some workers in horse-drawn carts that are that are that are moving through and along the the one of the main roads that you go here, a double-wide road with um, workers on the back slinging these sort of sacks of salt onto the roads as they begin to slowly fill with travelers, and then I think a, a sort of shaft of light spills out across this this table in front of where. Um, Suuna is sitting and you're sitting there with a with a drink on, on one side and then we see a single tarot card upright, the rest of the tarot cards across the table and as the light spills across it we see a woman standing above a lion on the on the on the card and it is the card of strength 
Um, Ellie is nowhere to be seen, but I'm sure she will appear when the time is right. And a few hours pass. You all get all of your uh, long rest benefits back. You get your uh, spell slots. You get your abilities. You get anything you get. You get half of your hit die back as well. So um, uh, if you've not got any of those, you you can you can take half of them back. Um, and everything else, HP refills. Uh, then. I think probably we return to the the room, the rented room, where Aura and Bo are. And Aura, I think you awaken first. Um, there's a tapping at the window that brings you out of a deep sleep. Maybe you're on the window side of the room. For a moment, you recall your dreams. There's a set of cold blue eyes that are staring at you um, from from a darkness and then as dreams do it passes quickly as that tapping continues uh, you wake up you see Bo barely with barely covered um, sleeping with his sunglasses on but nothing else and uh, uh, fully deep deep in a slumber a few items of yours the sword leaning against a wall some of Bo's um, bags uh, towards the the door side of things, but this window with a small shaft of light peeking through a curtain, there is definitely a tapping coming. Uh, I would get up and I'm assuming the tapping is something I'm familiar with. You are familiar with it, yes. Okay, so I would get up and rush over to the window yeah. and see if it's uh, what I think it is. Uh, it almost certainly is. I think suddenly there's a sudden noise, Bow, as the, uh, as the footsteps of, of Aura are, um, <laughs> just clambering across the room as she rushes towards a window. Then suddenly a, a shaft of light, uh, becomes the entire room filled with, with light and, um, suddenly the window opens and the sounds of the town from outside that are, in full swing now, it's probably approaching midday by the time you guys awaken. And uh, from outside, there is buns fluttering into the room. Um, he flies around several times, flies around you. Um, the flicker of his wings against your cheek and then the back of your hair as he suddenly lands on the windowsill, kind of jumping left and right excitedly. Um, around his body, is a, is a small piece of string carefully tied and affixed to Bun's small back is a tiny piece of rolled paper. I would be so excited. I'd be trying to be quiet because Bo is sleeping, but I just cup my hands and Buns would land on it and I'd just start petting his head. Yeah. And I'd start instinctively reaching for a mealworm to give him. And then just kind of baby talking to him like, oh, it's so good to see you. I'm glad you're okay. And then I see the note on the back, so then I'll grab it off and hold him in one hand and awkwardly try to unroll it with my other hand. All right. Um, yeah, he's kind of like the same as you. Kind of, he, he probably flies up and around, lands on one of the horns on your head and then jumps down towards the shoulder before taking off and taking flight again. Um, at one point, he lands on Bo's face. 
I just I just jump I, out of bed and I start panicking. What what's going I'm on? I'm so sorry. I he he does this sometimes when he gets excited. Uh, oh oh hi, Bunt. He well, probably just wanted well. to say hi. He, he he does that to me at home. Okay. Well, it's better than that one time I was pooped on by a seagull. I uh, I passed out drunk uh, at the uh, docks one night, and uh, yeah, this is a better uh, good morning wake up call. Yeah, I'm really. I, yeah, he won't poop on you. He's never done that. Okay. Oh. Uh, so that means he likes you. He like he doesn't do that for everybody. Oh, that's that's good to know. Oh, I, I see you got something there. Well, what is it? Oh yeah, I got distracted because he landed on landed yeah. on Bo's face. So I'll start unrolling it. It's a tiny little note, um, and you unroll it. And you can see that it's written in Gnomish, these sort of odd curls and twisted lettering. It's almost like a sort of colorful Norse alphabet. Um, but the words on the paper are small, concisely written. Um, and uh, you can read this note. Could you read it out loud for the class? Yeah, I probably would, just because Bo asked. Like, oh, it's, oh, oh. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's from Alvin. I, I think it's from Alvin. So let me see what he said. I guess he's okay. And I'll start reading. Yeah. You should see it. Should be on your screen. Okay. Okay, it says, Aura, I didn't know what to feed buns. I found a worm. I also found same people to... Some people, sorry, his handwriting's a little messy. It's a little hard to read sometimes. Um, I also found some people to travel with me back to your house. Okay, don't worry about me. I had a dream and the lady told me what you have to do. I'll keep your house tidy and make sure no one sells it. Good luck. You got this. You're the strongest person I know. Oh God, I'm so glad he's okay. Oh, well, that's good to know. And it's good to know that he's there at your place, making sure that, well, nobody, uh, well, terrorizes it, and uh, he's a good lad, Alvin. I mean, Ellie did kill most of the people who would sell the house, so, I mean, I guess that worked out. Oh, she killed them all. Yeah. yeah. So that's good, I mean, but it's good to have him there, and I'm gonna still save him some of this, this Kringle, and so I'm gonna roll up the note and stick it in with my mealworms, because it's... I want to save it. Oh. Well, I guess that's good. I mean, I don't have to worry about Alvin, and... He said someone came to him in a dream and told him what I have to do. So he would have elaborated. Apparently. Yeah, maybe. I wish he would have elaborated on that a little bit more, but there's only so much you can fit on a note on buns. That is true. Are you feeling well, better? Oh, much. How about yourself? I feel a lot better. I don't know if there's a bed. They use some like nice kind of hay or something, but I slept really well. You uh, you saved our asses the other day. I I wasn't able to thank you for that. Thank That's you. That's okay. I'm just glad you're all still talking to me, considering I fell in love with that guy for a minute and then tried to kill most of you. I mean, he was a little hard to resist. Did you see how pretty he was? Damn. He was very pretty, right? Yeah, he was. But, um, I guess I, I don't know. How is, um, where is Zuna? Where is Ellie? I'm not Did sure. They... They, they might be out, considering, well, those those two don't, uh, well, get a wink of sleep. 
I just, I, I need sleep or I die. Yeah, me too. I need my beauty sleep. Otherwise, it's going to ruin my complexion. Yeah, you look really, how, how old are you, Bo? You look great. A man never tells his age. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude. I... No, 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 it's all right. I, let's just say I'm in my prime. Oh, well, that's good. I'm, yeah. I mean, you're, you're very agile. Thank you. I, I, I say I'm rather a spry and flexible. But let's not go into detail. Let's uh, let's let's find the other ladies. Yeah, let let's go find let's go find them. And I'll start gathering my stuff up and. Yeah, I think actually, for his age, but I think you look terrible, honestly. I beg your pardon, Brad. <laughs> I think, I think, I, I, I think okay, half look, elves okay. live to like like a hundred and eighty. Okay, look. You should listen. probably look like thirty years old, and you look. I I get 70. a lot of work done. Okay. Right? <laughs> I get a lot of work done. I, I gotta get my ass redid though, but I get a lot of work done, all right? Let me tell you that, Brad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, that hurts. Um, so, you guys gather up your things. Outside the open window, there's probably like a, a scuffling. One of these creatures that's above the window suddenly starts moving down a drain pipe, sliding down a drain pipe and landing boots on the ground. Um, this terrible gloomy creature of the night um ellie was there guarding the window guarding the way in as she flips off of a um a nearby um awning and onto the ground she moves around to the entrance and walks in to this bar around the same time i think probably as you two head downstairs once you guys get to the bottom floor you can see um, you can see Suuna, um, at a window side table. There's, uh, Ellie walking in through the entranceway at around the same time. Um, how does Suuna look at the table when these three, uh, arrive? Uh, well, I, I, I think breakfast has just been served. So a plate of food and I am smiling at the food and... I don't know. I feel like I, well, I haven't really brushed my hair or done anything, so I look the same as I did yesterday. But I am smiling. Okay. Um, yeah. So the four of you probably uh, reconvene um, at this uh, window side table. There's not too many people in here, but there is a, a sort of a, a lunchtime crowd moving in. It's probably approaching midday. Um, you guys probably had an okay night's sleep for those that sleep. Um, the other two did whatever the other two do at night time. Um, and, uh, and yeah, all four of you probably arrive at this table. There's no sign of Kalugi or Grim. Um, at one point, Kalugi went off to wherever Kalugi goes to and Grim went off to wherever Grim goes to. Um, and if, uh, going by their traditional appearances, they generally come out at night as well. Um, so there's no sign of those two there. There's a couple of um, bar staff moving around. The place has been open sooner for several hours, but really no one has um, been in here. Maybe the bar staff kind of threw a hello at you, a short, how, how are you doing? What are you doing in town? Just small talk. And then they went back about their business, um, right. cleaning the tables and sweeping the floors before this lunchtime rush, which is about to begin. Um, right. And uh, yeah, it's not too full. It's not too crazy in here. The, uh, the the place is 
you, you know, you've got plenty of room around you if you wanted to discuss things privately and not feel too crazy. You're, you're, you're good for now. I, I, I wave them over. Well, good morning. Oh, good you're, morning. You're just in time. I'm about to have this, uh, this, uh, this uh, dish that they, they don't have where, where I'm from. It's uh, oats and maybe a little bit of goat milk. It's lovely. Oh. Would you like me to order another one for you? Oh, uh, I'm I'm good. I'm probably gonna go. Um, I I could I could do with some eggs. Ooh. Oh right. Oh, Aura, what about you? I'll have some toast. Oh, toast. That's it. Yeah. You have to eat more than toast. Okay. Well, I'll have um. Awesome of that too. My point it's, it. it's it's very good. Okay. I've had it twice now. All right, I'll ask for another one. And 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 Ellie, are are you pretending to eat today? And Ellie has like a, a buckler and a katana like sword in her hand, and she's just like, "No, I'm good." Are you sure? I don't want to ru- anybody to be suspicious that you're not eating. I mean, I could order something small like fruit, and an aura and I can polish it off. And not everybody's a breakfast person. It's okay. You know, right. some some people just uh, like having some tea in the morning. All right. All right. You know what? I'll have some tea. Oh, all there right. There you go. Can can you have tea? We'll see. Do you do do you, do you taste anything? Not really. No, that's a shame. All right, well, kind of nice. Care what tea then? Can I get the non-smelly kind? Uh, get something you'll drink, cause I'm not gonna drink it. Ooh. All right, and I'll, I'll wave the somebody over. Yeah, somebody comes over, takes your order, um, kind of shoots a an odd look over the group of people that have arrived here. You all look like diff- completely different uh, walks of life, sat at the same table. Um, they take your order and then they head over to the bar. Eventually, you know, piece by piece, they they bring over um, the ordered food. They have all the things that you need here. It's a pretty big town with access to a lot of stuff. Um, They bring over the toast. They bring over the the tea. They bring over a teapot. We we ended up ordering something else. Sorry. She can't eat just toast. Whatever it is, you get it. Unless it's something like dragon flesh or something absurd. Um, Oh, no. Yeah, they got all sorts on the menu here. It's a decent establishment. You picked this one at the beginning, so that's what you have available to you is anything pretty much here. The um, Ellie does look a little different. She's got like a probably a fresh set of um, Assassin's Guild looking um, robes or, or cloak on, the leathers. She does have a new weapon at her side. She seems to have a Ooh, sword wow. that looks... It's, uh, well, do you want to tell them you have a sword and a buckler now? You, compared to the rest of you, you guys haven't gotten changed necessarily. Does anyone no. have the spell mending? I feel uh, like Bo one of does, you did. I think. I do, okay, but so... I still smell like shit, so even if I <laughs> right. would, you know, fix my clothes. <laughs> does anyone have prestidigitation? No. All right, well, then you need those two things really to combine for good clothing. Well, I mean, Bo, if you want, you can have fixed people's clothing and things, but for the most part... You're all still wearing the same outfits that you came to Bologna in. You don't really have any new things. Um, even with mending, it's not going to do much for the dirt or the blood um, or potentially the smell. 
there is a washroom here that we can say if you'd like you've used at some point i'm happy to can, can i have done everyone's laundry overnight actually yes <laughs> keep myself busy yeah Bo and aura woke up and there was just like pressed clean clothes <laughs> um at, uh, at a footstool and um yeah i think uh uh, but in, in generally, you're still wearing the same outfits. And although Ellie is wearing the same thing as you're used to generally seeing her in, um, it's clearly, she's clearly getting, you know, she's got access to this guild. She's got in and found a new uniform or whatever. And she's brought a few new knives with her. She's brought this new weapon, um, this this interesting looking blade. Um, and she also seems to be carrying uh, a small buckler shield. It's probably, what, this big? Something like that, sitting on one arm, not a, not a huge, great big like tower shield or anything like that. But yeah, what do you what do you, what have you got that's different? They might notice. Um, I'd say that I mean her armor is again just a dark red with a black leathers and and the uh, black cloak that she usually dons, and then she has the uh, katana like sword that the hilt is red and black to match because got to stay on theme and in uniform when you're an assassin. The buckler is small. It's small enough to like basically just block a blow um, very precisely. And uh, it's outlined in sort of a, a silverish metal. And then uh, the actual uh, flat part of it is, it looks brand new, like it was just made, but it probably wasn't just made. It was just lying around and no one was using it. Um, I would say that like, it, it, it comes off as sort of a deep red. Uh, in some light, it looks like more red, uh, a burgundy, and then some it looks black. But if if you, the light hits it just right, there's a skull and crossbones on it, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I mean that obviously falls in line with the assassins and their sort of thematic look. So uh, she'd be coming back with that, and she'd be like adjusting it to like fit on her arm so it wouldn't like move too much and stuff like that. Yeah, she's she's clearly kitted out with stuff. She has a sword, which is, um, you, in fact, you know what? Let's have some rolls. Roll me history checks, I guess. Yeah, All of that. us? Yeah. Me too? No. Oh, okay. This is just to see if they, uh, they know what's going on here. Uh, That's an 11 for me and an 18 for Aura. An 11 for Bo. So all of you are quite aware that the um the sword she has is um is known in a lot of circles as an elven thin blade it's a it's a straight blade um that is is like an ancient elven design basically it's it's very common among um close knit elven groups of people but it's it's spread out beyond that it is what we refer to and is also referred to some places in the world as a chokuto, which I think I might be saying wrong. And PB speaks Japanese. So I'm going to see what she makes of that word in our Discord group, um, which is a little straight sword. It's a you straight it right. one-edged um, kind of katana looking blade. Um, and uh yeah the the um i guess everything else would remain the same on ellie the the bags and the items within them and stuff like that but she's uh she's clearly re-kitted out ready to go 
and uh, she sits down at the table with these with these extra elements. Um, and then uh, yeah, they bring over this food, these these uh, these drinks and things. There's there's water. It doesn't look like the cleanest water of all time um, when compared to our you know Evian bottles in the modern era world here, but it's relatively clean in a clean jug with some with some cups, mugs, glasses, tankards, and. Uh, yeah, I think everybody's probably sitting around in the afternoon or approaching afternoon, midday um, sun. And it's cold, but it's, uh, you know, it's not it's not bitterly cold. The snow, the white snow outside kind of making it seem a little brighter in this room after the long night that you've all had. And um, uh, yeah, what are you guys? Uh, they have one doing? of they have one of those in the book I'm reading. Can, may I see it? pointing to Ellie's new sword. I think I would be hesitant at first, but then I'd just be like, well, take it out, hand it to her. Oh, I don't want to touch it. I just want to see it. Could could you could you open it a little bit? Sure. And I do yeah. so. Did you go shopping today? Yeah, I went down to the uh the docks and, you know, just walked around looking with all the money. No, I went to the guild. We have plenty of weapons there well good figured it was free so might as well take something yeah that it, yes why not it's it's beautiful thank you thank you for sharing it with me i put it back up well how did I everyone think it would look like ellie was like in deep contemplation like something was clearly like she was thinking about something very clearly but wasn't gonna say so how did everyone sleep Oh, I slept like a baby. Oh, yes. Oh, wonderful. I mean, nothing really. I mean, we just kind of slept. And Buns came back. Oh, Buns oh, doing okay. Is he with you now, or? Yeah, Buns is just kind of. Oh, okay. He probably <gasps> was like flying around the room, and then as I say his name, he'll land on my horn. I I take one of the. Uh, I have some uh, dead insects in my pouch because I I need them for some spell components. So I take one of those out. Oh. Here, here, buns. Happily takes one. Oh, so cute. Just glad he's okay. Oh, yes. Any word from Alvin? Yeah, he said he got home. He had a dream that said he knows our purpose now. Something like that. Oh, wonderful. That he's going to watch after the house. <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> uh. I, uh, I wish he, I told Bo, I wish he elaborated so I knew what he meant. Right. That'd be too easy, wouldn't it? Yeah. I know where we have to go now, though. What? Well, when you brought your dad's... Oh, right. Over. Did, can we, we're not calling him that, remember? It, when we brought uh, the demon over. Right. Uh, we have to go someplace, um... New. Someplace, um... Right. Very very cold it's um it's called stygia right right uh, i guess uh, yeah has anyone ever heard anything about stygia yeah give me history checks if you want very high dc but uh is this where i would use my dark eyes knowledge uh you can do if you want to rely on that information yeah. 
pull up some, uh, some, uh, yeah, some strange innate ability to draw up information, um, about, uh, yeah, a, a demonic or, um, devil-based place. Um, let's see here. So, Ellie, Bo, um, Aura, you guys don't know very much about this. This is kind of a, uh, a hidden, um, well, it's not hidden. It's just not really something that people are too knowledgeable about. Um, you, you do know that there is, uh, that they, well, they, they claim there to be nine hells, um, and that there are nine planes of hell that are ruled over by all sorts of demons and, and devils and nasty creatures. Um, it's not necessarily hell in the same way as we maybe, um, understand it. It's not like you die and go to hell necessarily, although it is possible depending on so many different variables. Um, you can, you know, entrust your soul to a creature and make a pact or something like that and end up, um, being enslaved. They, um, treat it more like a, a, a separate plane of existence. Um, it's more likely that you would have heard like childish stories of demons or devils jumping over to this plane and stealing children in the night and running back to, to hell to, to keep them, eat them, enslave them, something like that. Um, I think that's probably what your knowledge is. Even on a 16 bow, you still don't have a lot of actual hard evidence of what Stygia is, um, what what it what it actually is. Do you know what I mean? Like it's no different to the way we might kind of um, come up with information about an alien planet. You know, we can kind of guess and we can kind of understand and without you guys having actively looked into it before, then uh, you really don't have a lot of information about it. The only thing that you would know is that it's the fifth layer of the nine hells that it is the cold one. It's the frozen one dominated by ice flows, icebergs, great lakes of ice, um, snow, mountainous, strange, um, strange mountains that curl and twist in, in ways that defy gravity. Um, but really there is nothing you can't, you can't, uh, really recall any information that would, that would, that would feel reliable. Um, however, sooner you feel the same way, except for some reason, and this is up to you, you feel like you can draw information to you about this place. Maybe in a similar way that you might draw a memory to you. Um, that, uh, that isn't yours, or maybe an instinctual feeling, like the way that we know to run from danger, that kind of a feeling, you're able to Gross. draw a lot more um, information. And what do you think it is, and how do you think that feels when you kind of try and summon up some information about this word, this place, Stygia, that you maybe in the same way as the others understand from a very mortal perspective that it's, you know, this scary this layer of, of hell that you overheard a cleric speaking about when you were younger, um, yet you're suddenly um, inundated and filled with information that you that you uh, that really isn't yours personally. That you're able to bring to you. How do you think you do that? 
Right. Uh, well, I think, I mean, obviously I don't know how to articulate this to you, but I think you would, the best comparison would be like that going up on top of a roller coaster and that, that clicking and the climbing and, you know, that feeling in your stomach right before you're about to, you know, plummet into the depths. That's what I feel like right now. Um, and then I, I think I feel, you know, like someone's walked over my grave. I think I go a little bit pale. I think, I think I can feel something itching at the back of my mind. Like I, I can get this information, but what else is there that is waiting um, just beyond my senses? Uh, it's, it's very frightening and uncomfortable and I, I don't really like it, but it's important that we get this information. So uh, I, I, do, I, I, I just open the door. Yeah. And as you do so, you're you're given a first-hand kind of understanding of what it's like in in Stygia. Um, you get the 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 sense of first of all, I think probably um, fear. I think there's a fear, a dread that hits you, a, just an unending torment that comes with any of the uh, nine hells that 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 nothing really good ever happens or comes from this place. There isn't any good in any of these layers. Um, there is no one here that is that is truly good, and even those that maybe end up there who might be good are always twisted and corrupted, um, lending itself to the endless pools of evil that, that dominate this land. And with those pools of e evil, you understand that there are these great big bodies of, of water, salty, way too salty, filled with icebergs and, and um, terrible ice-based creatures and, and um, animals, thing, and demons that live under the water and pull things under with them. You see, somehow, you draw forth a memory of these, um, these locations. There are, there are just great big twisting spires and open landscapes covered in snow there's a perpetual state of twilight that is that is um every now and then pierced with a with a bright lightning strike that cracks the ice flows and splits them revealing the cold salty water underneath um you understand that this place is ruled by a particular devil. Um, a very, I think as well, you see a face that you don't understand. A very humanoid face. A man who looks like any human that you might see, maybe in his 40s. But he has these eyes that are completely black. Um, nothing but evil. Something oddly masculine about this man, just overbearingly so. This is Levistus, an archdevil. Um, give me a, I guess, a wisdom save, but nothing. Do I recognize him from the, from the memory I got? Which memory? Is this the same? I got the the entire escapade of the brothers, in mm. a in a moment in my brain. Mm. Is this the same one that was hunting for them? No. Okay. All right. I was just checking. <laughs> give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, oh dear God! All right. Nine. Nine. When you see those eyes, 
you get the sensation that they see you too. Do you? Oh, oh, oh. You snap yeah, out of yeah. it? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Close the door, get the fuck yeah, out. You snap out of it in that moment. And <clears throat> any any more information that you understood or, or following that rabbit hole down um, is, is dissipated quickly in the same way that um, some of your other memories are gone. Um, oh. You understand that they were there, but are gone. You recall that which you, um, which you uh, did understand. You, you, you get the idea of what this place is. Ooh. Oh. oh, goodness me. Oh. I think I'm having a hot flash. Oh. This porridge is too hot. Are, are you okay? Yes, I, yes, I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I pushed the bowl uh, away from me a little bit. Uh, I, I know a little bit about where we're going. Uh, we're we're going to need to prepare ourselves a little bit. It's very, very bad. Uh, it, there has to be another way, honestly. I mean, I... I don't know. That's the only way that he told me. All right, well... I mean, he is a liar. Maybe there is another way. Maybe we don't have to go go to this horrible place at all. Is there someone we can ask here? I mean, Ellie or Bo, do you know someone who might have knowledge of another way? Well, I'm just gonna say I doubt very much so that people around here are even aware of such place, uh, let alone an alternative. Especially now with everything going on, people people are just looking out for themselves and just trying to survive. What what the hell's going on? Would would I know if I had like know someone or potentially know someone? Mm, I guess give me another history check. It's a history check kind of day. I'm so bad at these. Okay. Mm. Nope. <laughs> Uh, no, no more so than anything else that you've investigated. You obviously have a decent level of contacts and stuff within the guild, but something like this seems beyond the capabilities of your average mortals. You never really know, um, who knows what, but I, I guess it's possible that there would be, um... Religious types, clerics, and stuff like that. Maybe even someone like Grimm would have a little more information, having been brought up in a cloistered environment or a clergy of some kind. But level like you guys can have come so close to like demons and this creature that you've interacted with, and um, uh, then there's the uh, the quest that you're even on, and almost everybody just it just seems so far above everyone's available knowledge. Um, You'd, you'd probably assume it was unlikely um, that you'd be able to really get any information on this stuff. Um, or that even if the if you find the information, is it honestly going to be that useful? Um, because it's going to be coming from this side and you need information from the other side, kind of. I would probably put down, um, oh God, I just don't want any more daddy issues because I don't even know my dad. But... I don't know if my dad would know something. I've never met the man, but I hear he's very knowledgeable and he's well, got a very, well, high status here. And 
I you think you, that's when you hear, uh, I like, oh shit. Like, I just remembered. Right, well, I, I just want to clarify, I, I don't have any daddy issues. I mean, okay. it's okay. I don't get oh, I do. I do that too. I've I never met the man. Well, great. I never met the man either. And you can't have issues with someone you've never met. All right? I don't have any issues. I don't have any daddy issues. I mean, you can't have a... I, I mean, I, I believe you. I'm just saying, like, you can't have problems with someone you've never met. Like, it can still affect you. Well, you know? it doesn't. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah, I, I yeah, can yeah, see yeah, you're very, yeah. you know, assertive with that. You know, not saying you do. Not saying you do. You know, I mean, I, I'm saying that maybe I do a little with mine. I uh, I mean, in town, there was this one guy that didn't like me, and it, like, really bothered me, even though we didn't really know each other that well, but he just made wow. assumptions about me, and so then I... Aura, that's because you're precious. You are a precious snowflake, too precious for this world. I, I'm, I'm fine. Well, this guy really didn't like me. He didn't think I was a snowflake. Well, you are one, so he's an idiot. I get, like, she's, I start stuttering, but I don't say anything, and I just... So your dad might know something, Bo? Well, I'm just guessing. I'm just, this is kind of silly of me to say, but I'm just basing it off the stories my mom used to tell me as I was growing up. She would, she would do nothing but praise him. She, even though he left her in the dark, she never stopped loving him. Oh. Yeah. And why did he leave? Do you know? No, we never knew why. She never knew why. I thought it was because of his status, and my mother was just, you know, a, a commoner. All right, it's decided then. We are going to go find Bo's dad and ask him why he left. I don't think- No, 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 uh, I, I, I don't think we could do that. I- Why? <sighs> do you have another plan? No, I just, I know maybe a little bit more about your father than you do. What? I mean, wait, what? How do you know my... Have you met my dad? No, I haven't, but... Um, I think you see, like, Ellie just, like, goes silent, like, contemplating, is this really what I should say right now? Is he an assassin? Is Bo's dad no, an assassin? not an assassin. No, he hired us once. Ooh. He probably had a good reason. Um... Juicy gossip. Aura. Kill his mother. Roll me a wisdom what? saving throw as she says that. Oh, God. Seven. A seven is a fail. She says, we killed his, and then your head is filled with a strange voice that is kind of uh, otherworldly. You hear... Igan. I know you're there, Igan. I sense you. Ew. I hear this in my head? Yeah, no one else hears it. Um... I look around to see if anyone's noticed, because I scrunched my eyes and I've kind of touched my temple. Suna and Bo's faces are, like, shocked and O-mouths looking at, um... Ellie for a moment. All right. 
doing some logic, I'm assuming that there's a part of Igan inside of me now. Oh. Um, so I, I immediately just go like, no, no, that can't be true inside of my head. And I just kind of rub my temple. What have you awakened? And I just start panically looking around like at the others. Did you do it? I mean, do we want to know? What? No, why would I? No, I didn't do it. Well, this is maybe something you should have... Some... I didn't know, you know until... Listen, my father laid eyes on him, and I'd point to Bo. Apparently, he's a bright star. A bright star? Mean nothing to Suuna and Aura, but... No, I, I, a, a Bo. I What's a bright star? Would I know what a bright star is? Uh, give me a history check with advantage. I mean, he is a star in our eyes, of course, and a bright one at that, but I, I, I assume you mean something else. A bright star? No, you have no idea what that means. What What does that mean, Ellie? He's just a, he's just a famous knight from uh, Bologna. He works for the uh, Queen's private guard, you know. He's famous from these tournaments he used to do. I mean, that's how we know of him. That's how I know him. Famous? <gasps> Boo, your, your dad is famous. Yeah, well, if he tried to have his mother killed, I can only imagine what he would try to do if he came around. Come to me, what? Eden. I'm looking around and noticing that oh. as they're having this conversation, they're not noticing that, or hearing what I'm hearing. I'm so sorry, Bo. That's horrific. I, I, I reach out and I touch Bo's arm. I, I understand completely. My dad wanted us to eat our entrails. Something so is coming for you, Egan. Kind of a shit as well. And maybe I, uh, maybe I do have daddy issues. All right, we'll get through this together. Uh, you guys hear that? What? Do you hear anything right now? Hear what? No. I alone uh, can provide you sanctuary. I gotta go. I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go get some tea. What's wrong, Aura? And I stand up and I start making my way towards the bar. Aura, where's she going? The uh, other three, and Aura, you all, as she stands up and pushes away from the table, suddenly hear a second voice. One that you maybe recognize this time. Oh, it's Grim. He's mad I ate his oatmeal. As no, Aura stands up and pushes the chair away and stops again, all four of you hear the voice of Ahi say, How have you concealed yourselves from me so efficiently? Well, I look around. No matter. You have performed well, for mortals at least. This shall be the end of the road for you. As you have officially bowed out from the race of the Dying Order by decree of the ancient ways of chaos, I must replace you. But of course, you must be exterminated first. May those that follow in your failure prove their worth instead. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> what was 
That last part? I didn't get it. <laughs> it screams coronavirus from the skies. As I lean in to try and turn the voice off. You, uh, all four of you hear the voice, but don't hear the words coronavirus. You hear some sort of strange spell being cast from a wizard outside. As you look out the window, he's not a wizard at all. It's just an old man wearing no clothing with an old staff wandering around shouting coronavirus, coronavirus at people. Um, suddenly the old man looks up. Uh, and not just him, but a bunch of people outside suddenly look up and then people start running and screaming. Uh, what do you guys do? I, I, we, 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 uh, I'm going oh God. the window. We have a problem. And and I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that these folks have no idea what they're doing. We cannot hurt them. Come to me, Igor. Do I just hear that? Yeah. Um... Uh, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to see if I can connect to the voice with my mind and ask, who are you? What do you want? You see a set of icy eyes and nothing more. The same eyes that come to you from your dream that you had. The eyes belong to something that you don't understand. Something horrible, something evil. Um... The voice says, Ah, you are not Igan. Of course. My glacial tower is shielded from celestial eyes. Come to me. Quickly, Planeswalker. Can I ask it? Will you help us? I am your only hope, Planeswalker. Can I... Can we trust you? No. But you can trust me more than whatever is spilling from the skies above you now. I instinctively look for a portal immediately. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to roll for that, right? You just do it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mm. The... Uh, ability there. So I think the three of you suddenly hear from outside um, people suddenly falling over each other and running left and right. Two people run in opposite directions. They turn around and run into each other as if no one knows exactly where to run. But Aura has has stood up. The voice um, uh, that that she hears, she she pauses for a moment. And then you do your your portal um, sensing ability. You can sense that there is a portal available to you roughly 200 foot west of your location. Um, you came from that direction, so you know that the roads twist and turn into like a twisting set of residential streets, but it is possible to get there by a relatively direct route. It's pretty much the same way you came in. There's also one a hundred foot above you. Um, the rest of you, outside the window that you're that you're looking at, there is suddenly a black mass, like a human body, that falls, <laughs> hitting the ground just outside the window. A kind of meaty thud 
like uh, like meat hitting a, a, a butcher's table and then another in the distance boom. then a kind of a sound like two or three of these things hitting the roof you see the roof of a building across the street from you break apart as splinters of, of wood um, and brick are broken as one of these bodies hits it rolls off the edge um, several things hit the ground the one outside the window stands up. You recognize the yellow eyes on this thing. It kind of bursts into smoke and shadow. These tentacles pour out from, from this almost humanoid body. These are symbol creatures, the same thing. But now they're everywhere and they're falling into the street. Each one hits the ground, bursts into kind of smoke, tentacles spread out from underneath it and then it turns towards the tavern where you are. There's none in here but they are falling from the sky. Lots of them. People are, are screaming the, and running. These are the ones that fell on my mother as well, right? That's right. Right. We, okay. can, we, we, we can go. There's, we have to get there's out There's a portal. Here. All right, where? Up. up. We have 100 feet up. What? And up. I look up. How do... What's above us? Uh, if you look out, the skies above Bologna have sort of peeled open like a scar. There's a, a strange scar in the sky that's, that's, that's splitting the, the sky open, and you can see beyond it this kind of unfamiliar night sky that's filled with these bright scars and this swarm of black creatures that are falling, um, each one with a sickening thud before standing up around you. More and more of them hitting the ground every every moment. Huh. You 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 want us to go up? Yeah. We, 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 I I mean I'm looking up. Is it just like floors of rooms and stuff above us? Um, where you are right now in the tavern, yeah, you've got uh two floors above you. You can get up to the next floor, which is another tavern floor, and then another floor, which is where your room is. Is it is the portal in our room? The portal is not, feet. no, it's way it's higher than that. Yeah. Like, it's in the sky. Right? Yeah, it's like two-thirds of a football field above you. Okay, so when I realize that, okay, I, I mean, we have to learn how to fly, I guess. So there's one, there's one well, 200 uh, feet that way down the streets. No, that's fine. Grab this, grab this table. Grab, I'll start grab, grabbing the table. Grab the table and, and carry it outside quickly now. So I'm, I'll just do what she says and start. Yeah. Can I can I carry this table? Yeah. Okay. It's a, yeah, it's uh, fine. It's a big clunky okay. table, but you can definitely lift it. Yeah. Okay. You My lift general that big sword around. Okay. I'll just start doing what Suna says and dragging this table outside. Yeah. There's a there's a uh, a man, somebody who doesn't work here, but looks like a, a relatively gruff-looking worker. He's got his back to the door. Um, it bangs once, and he looks towards you as all four of you maybe head towards the door, and he says. What are you doing? What's happening? Something's going wrong. We need to bar the door. Right. Well, we're going to go outside with this and we'll bar it from the outside here. And then you just go ahead and bar it on the inside. Quickly now. Get out of the way. Give me an intimidation or a persuasion check up to you, however you're approaching this. <laughs> Ten. Let's see what he rolls. I am an uh, old woman. He looks at you and says, Listen up, old lady. You go Get out, out of there, of you're the dead. Way. He's, he doesn't move. Look, you're crazy. You don't want to no, go no, no, out no, there. No, no, no. We're, we'll be fine. Like, look at this sword on my back. Get look at. I mean, we're gonna be way. good. We're gonna I be think good. I step up to him and I'm like, "Listen, you need to move." 
He moves out of the way. Right, you tell him, Ellie. <laughs> he, moves, he moves out of the way instantly. Um, Thank you. That's right. And that's my friend. <laughs> he, he moves out of the way looking at you all and kind of looks around and says, Yeah, we'll make sure you bar the door on the outside. Yeah, we, all right. Appreciate it. Bar it from the inside, too. Don't count on us to... Thanks, Ellie. Yeah, crazy old lady. Is that a vampire? I don't think that's a vampire. <laughs> All right, Aura, uh, put the put the table down quickly. Everyone, get on the table. Get on it. Get We're not on using the table. It. Okay. Get on the table. I'll set the table up and just start climbing on top of Everyone it. Everyone, get yeah, on get the on. table. Uh, we might break it. Get on the fucking table. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm getting on the table. Ellie, come on. What? Ellie's already on. She's just like what? Oh, great. Oh shit! You're so fast. I didn't even see you get on there. All right. And then I cast levitate on the table. All right. Are you outside? Yes, we took the table outside. Okay. Around you, there is a, a bunch of these symbol creatures. Um, one of them rushes towards you, like, as soon as you are all on the table, you see one of them leap towards you. Um, I don't think so. Who would like the honors of trying to kill it? I would. All right, give me an attack roll with whatever weapon you're using. Okay, how close is it? Um, It's going to be... It, you can either attack it as it leaps or as it's leaping onto you. It's like 10 to 5 feet away. So. <laughs> oh, no. I'm too busy admiring my sword. <laughs> yeah, pull this brand new sword from a, from, from a belt. But as you're pulling it from the new scabbard and you're maybe unused to the <sighs> speed of pulling a blade out after using a bow for so many weeks, this thing leaps onto the center of the table. The levitate spell happens. You feel the table lift and then suddenly... Um, it is, is brought back down to the ground. Doom. It's now standing in the center of the table. It spins around. Everyone roll me a d4. A two. Two, two, four. And one. One. It spins around wildly. Um, the tentacles turn kind of... Um, they, they harden in a way. They become like little blades. These tentacles, there's four, then, then eight, then 16 of them as they spin around. This thing going crazy in the center of this very small table. Each of you is cut to the tune of however much you've just rolled slashing damage. Um, o or Aura, would you like to attack it? Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll try. All right, what I'll, do you uh, want to do? I'll use control elements. Yeah. What do you do? How does it look? All right. So uh, I start waving my hands about like I'm Avatar The Last Airbender. And, uh, but except, you know, it's, it's uh, the I'm using ice as my element. And, um, and then I um, kind of entomb the uh, uh, Ahi-like creature in, in ice. Yes. As much as I can. All right. Um... Roll me a d4. Three. Three. Uh, yeah, how does it look? Uh, well, it looks like he's just covered and entombed in ice. Like, he no longer can move. He's yeah. just stuck in place. He freezes. He stops in, in place as all of this ice is pulled up from underneath the table and wrapped around this creature, slowing it and then freezing it in place for maybe like half a second. If Aura can push it off the table, give me a uh, strength check or an athletics check, Aura. Uh, okay. You have to be a two. I'm gonna do athletics. Yeah. 10. Ten. 
as it freezes, Aura just shoulder barges it. It falls off and hits the ground. Some of the ice smashing and breaking and it rolls over and suddenly the table now lifts upwards. So how does this levitate work? Ah, uh, it's gonna take us a couple of rounds to get there, but I can essentially move us 20 feet in the air each turn. Mm. Okay, let's see then. Um, wow. Oh, oh, so it can support right. 500 pounds, so we're good there. Yeah. This thing suddenly lifts up into the air. Over the next six seconds, it kind of launches upwards. From below you, these things start to pile on top of each other. They extend their bodies and stretch in this very strange way. Their bodies twisting out of the form of a humanoid and becoming more kind of like an octopus or something like that as they race up the side of the building like a terrible kind of twisting black vine one of them catches up to where you are and leaps over to where you guys are lifting upwards into the air does anybody want to take a pop at this one um now i'm afraid to laura <laughs> i'm actually i'm going to actually cast a spell called pass without a trace mm -hmm. and didn't chat if it'll let me Sorry, I'll learn how to do this eventually. There we go. Yeah, yeah. A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose Fucking within 30 bless you, Aura. feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to stealth checks and can't be checked by magical means. Okay, yes. so that will, that will work to a degree, but not against the one that's leaping towards you. So right. in terms of this... Uh, this table that's lifting up in the air with all of you kind of holding on to it, the air rushing past your um, ears, suddenly it's kind of enshrouded in like a, a shadow. Um, you do see that this thing has already lifted off though, which means who else wants to have a go? Or is kind of done. Is my thing busted? Your scabbard <laughs> is, is, is it, hooked. Is it, is it, Rolling right? It's hooked over the top of this thing. Okay, good. Yeah, it is. The scabbard <laughs> okay. is, is hooked. You kind of yank at the uh, the charcuterie. Like, struggling, like why isn't it? <laughs> and then you realize and you pop the the thing. But this thing now leaps over the top of where you are, landing into the middle of the table. Everyone, roll me another d4 again. Guess what's happening? Uh, yes. Gonna try to push one of us off blades suddenly all over the place one of you grabs onto the edge of the, the table another person kind of ducks down only to see a second blade rush underneath where you're ducking down cuts small little lacerations across each of you to the tune of three two four and four respectively um anyone else want to try and get this thing as it stands now in the middle of yeah. where you are um, i'm i'm gonna again use uh, control elements yes you Trying to freeze him? You're trying to launch oh, an yeah. icicle at him? I am. I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to try and entomb him again. Mm. You draw some ice. You're now kind of coming up towards level as to where the roof of the tavern is. And you pull some ice from the top of that. You see it rush across um, the, uh, the top of where some of these other symbol creatures are vining up the side of the building. And <laughs> this ice catches and, uh, and entombs the the symbol creature. Roll me a d4. Three. Three. Catching it again. Um, no one able to do anything, technically, because you're all doing stuff. 
I'm counting right. you concentrating on the spell. Yes. And uh, let me see here. Bo, give me a... In fact, I'm just going to roll against your spell casting stuff. Let's see. Uh, it remains entombed, for sure. Um, as, it, as this thing lifts up, this kind of symbol creature, this icicle in the center of the table, leaving very little room for each of you, is, um, is kind of covered in ice. Who wants to deal with it and how? Can somebody get that thing off of here? Uh, it's very Karen. heavy. I'm going to try and push it off. <laughs> we'll see if I fail this too. Give me an athletics check. 16. 16, yeah, you do it easily. You shove this thing, it falls off the edge. You see it tumble downwards um, in a kind of icy block. Uh, eventually, it hits the ground, smashes into a thousand bits, and um, everyone roll me stealth checks. And we add a plus 10, right? You, can, you add a 10 afterwards, yeah. So an 18 yes. becomes a 28, a 25 becomes a 35. A 17 becomes a 27, and a 9 becomes a 19. The the table is now lifting up into the air pretty quickly. As you clear the rooftops, there's a gust of wind that kind of hits this table here. Everyone give me athletic... No, oh, give me strength saving throws. I got 24. 20. 19. I'm sorry, what kind of a, a check is it? Strength save. Strength. Um, I'm going to use uh, my uh, thunderous presence. Mm. Okay, because I'm not good at these. Eighteen. Eighteen. Does anything change when you do this thunderous presence thing? Uh, you can choose to have advantage on as many strength checks as you have charisma modifier. You regain any spent uses after a long rest. Uh, does it this look a... like anything? Oh, um, yes. The wind, when it comes to knock me off, it actually stops and uh, maybe just moves around me. Nice. Um, yeah, this thing now heading up into the air, there is symbol creatures falling down still around you. Two or three of them spot you and kind of, instead of just falling like limp bodies, you see them burst into this kind of smoke and then they seem to be activated, all of these tentacles appearing out. As they fall past you, they're spinning their um, blade-like tentacle arms. Everyone give me dexterity saving throws. 20. 20, 13, 15, 21 everyone avoids being hit they launch over the top of Aura's head as she ducks down, buns swirling around up beside you, flying directly upwards alongside the table um, Ellie probably just does like one of those like anime moments where they just do that head sideways thing and it just does that past the it side kinda, of like, the head some of the, cuts, cuts some of her hair a little bit <laughs> right, she yeah, she, but she doesn't barely even move um, Bo probably ducks down like this and looks up. There wasn't even one aiming for him. And uh, Suna, just concentrating so much, gets lucky. There's one that flies past the top of her head. Another that swings past her back as these things fly down beside you. Now, you guys are approaching the portal, but Suna, do you know where the portal is? She just said up, so I'm literally going up. Yeah. Do you do know... I see it? how high 100 feet is. Let's find out. Give me an investigation I don't think check. she said 100 feet. She, oh, just, she said didn't. just said up. Yeah, so All I'm right. just going up. And how and do I'm you guys for her to tell me. determine 
Aura, how are you going to determine... You, you're coming up to it now. You're pretty much there, but you're still going mm -hmm. upwards. You're about to go past it. We're about to go past it? You're about to go past the portal, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, just slow down. It's right, right here. All right, all right, all right. And I stop us where we are slowly right. so we don't go flying. Yeah. Aura? Can I open the portal? You can. I would like to do that, please. And where do you want it to go? I want it to go to Stygia, to Chuba's palace. Okay. So, how does it look? What do you do? How are you activating it? There's a table flying in the sky above Bologna. Snow and black symbol creatures falling from a star in the sky all around you. You guys are just stable in the air on top of this tavern table. And Aura turns to the middle of the sky here and does what? I mean, I never opened one in the sky yet, so I feel like it's clouds parting and it does that like watery ripple effect again, but it just starts to open and then this gold ring forms around, oh, that's around lovely. it. All right. I, we, we jump in? Yes, where are we going? Going to Chiba's, what? Chiba's place. Oh. He spoke to me in my brain. I know that sounds crazy, but we're gonna go there now. Oh God. This sounds like a bad idea. It sounds like a very bad idea. He or said, do you see? it's either here and I point around to all the symbols just falling from the sky or we go to Chivas. He said that this was a better, we can trust him more than we can trust where we are now. Yeah, Aura's right. Or, or right. Uh, I can swing, move the table into the portal. You wanna do that? Yes. All right, we, we see a table uh, with four people on it just move and disappear, basically, as if it gets masked out from the middle of the sky, the portal closing behind each of you, and we, the audience, hear the voice of Ahi say, You cannot escape for long. As we go to a break. You, Holy uh, fucking shit, that was so fucking cool. <laughs> that was cool. A true good? table story. It was, <laughs> it was a table story, but... Uh, I gotta admit, though, that was the most uncool of Ellie not being able to get her story That was amazing. Yeah. You're just under, like, oh, come on, really? You, <laughs> like, uh, stuck in your... <laughs> it's just you just being, yeah, like, stuck with this uh, thing. Natural ones, man. You really have been plagued with oh. them every now and then. Um, all right, we're going to go to a short so break. so fucking cool. Uh, when we come back, we'll see what happens when you guys get out on the other side of this portal. Oof. Um, you, um, you, uh, yes, you, I don't know what to tell you, but, um, do we have any announcements of Table Story this week? I don't think so. We have, we had a new show start. We have a new episode show. Episode two, but. Episode two was on Friday. It's called Facade. Mm -hmm. If you want to mm -hmm. get on board with an episode one of a show, um, and catch up with the live nice and easy instead of 30 episodes in like we are with this. And we have a new show called Facade, which is on Fridays at 10 p.m. UK, which is 5 Eastern, I think. That's and, right. And um, it's, it's an occult detective horror game. Yes. It's 18 plus. It's great. And you uh, you can go and watch the first two episodes on YouTube and catch up if you want. Um, that's it. All right. Well, I didn't. I thought maybe we were doing something this week, but I don't think we are. I'm just crazy and tired. No, we're not. I've been playing too much Final Fantasy VII. All right. Well, see you in a few minutes after the break and we'll find out what happens to the to the gang okay all right how about some sort of break sorry my cat i can hear the cat uh, i'm so sorry it's perfect it's perfect all right 
Bye. Oh, this has been such Back a great a episode. He wants puddles. He's absurd. Welcome back, everybody, to Table Stories Dying Order. So, you all come through your portal here. Let's see how long this levitation spell lasts quickly. <laughs> because I'm curious. 10 minutes, okay, you're good. Uh, just in case you ooh, fall. The table passes through this um, portal. And the four of you feel that strange, odd, uncomfortable lurch, like your, your stomach turning over, like you've gone over a, a bump in a car or something. And you come out on the other side, the table being brought forward and slowing. You're actually not as high up as you were on the other side of it. It's probably a little confusing as this thing passes through the portal and suddenly you're hit by uh, an even colder sensation. It was cold where you came from. It's bitterly cold on the other side. The wind is lesser, but the cold that bites into your skin <sighs> is more so. Um, and I think Aura particularly understands what she expects to see. Suna, you have an idea of what you expect to see. But it doesn't quite meet your expectations as you come through. You do end up uh, on this table, maybe only about 20 feet above um, the, the ground, the icy landscape. The expanse of snow and water that you expected to see around you is a little different you find yourselves in almost a cavern in front of a tower or you expect to see the palace on that lake of ice but it's nowhere to be seen there is a single leaning white stone tower that's that's encased in ice there is um there is a, a lake of ice ahead of you. Big, wide lake that spreads out as far as you can pretty much see. However, there is, it, at first it feels as though maybe you're in a cave. Before your eyes adjust and you realize that in fact the, the walls of this cave, the, the roof of this cave, actually look more like swirls of frozen water. Almost as if the lake itself had erupted with a sudden force and then flash frozen in a sphere, kind of. The ice that makes up the walls of the cave is, is there's no stone in there or anything like that. You're literally in kind of a cave made of, of ice. There are icicles hanging down. There's frost over everything. It looks as though this probably happened a decent amount of time ago. Um, you get the sensation that you're in a, in a cave even though you can now tell that you're kind of just stuck inside of almost like a snow globe is what it feels like. You're not trapped in a snow globe or anything quite as cliche 
Hollywood style as that, but it does look and feel like that. You can kind of see the twilight outside, that perpetual um, uh, semi-daylight, semi-darkness. And in the distance, there are little pulses of light as lightning flashes, followed oh by no thunder. Maybe a rumble every now and then. Where you are is very, very cold. In front of you, again, this large tower, whatever is left of that palace, whatever remains, surrounded by broken bits of stone and rubble underneath the frozen lake bed that you can see ahead of you. There are great big chains that run upwards and towards the tower and pierce the tower like harpoons might have launched these massive chains. You could lay down on this thing. They might be like 10 feet wide, the chain links in these chains. Huge, great big chains that run out and up towards the tower, piercing it. Um, The palace from where you are doesn't seem to be too far away. This tower doesn't seem to be too far away. However... There's certainly no entrance that you can make out. Um, from where you are on your table, looking towards this this tower, there's no like doorway or entrance or anything like that. There is, however, pieces of the tower that have broken away, entrances that might be old broken bits of wall that look like they lead into the tower, and also where these chains have hit the tower they've broken through and created entranceways you guys are floating on a flying table right now um but there doesn't appear to be any sort of conventional way into this thing from where you are um what do you guys do i i lower the table down slowly okay well we're, we're here. Yep. And I am having the sobering feeling now that it's not where I was hoping it would land us, and it's very cold. All right, hop, hop, hop off the table. Everybody I, off. Okay. Why is the, it's supposed to be here? What's supposed to be here? This palace. Oh, that thing? Doesn't look like anybody lives there or has lived there for for a very long time. I I cast, once everyone's off the table, I'd like to gently cast Firebolt if I am able and light the table on fire. Yeah, you can do that. Table ignites. Let's see here. Your spell save DC. Uh, 17. 17. Um, it lights. You see the firebolt hit the table and spread across the table, and then immediately <sighs> is quelled very quickly by the cold and frost. There's an element that, that you um, believe to be almost magical in nature that's suppressing the heat quickly and eating away at the heat that's being caused by the table, even though the table does remain vaguely alight. It's not flaming like it should or would normally be. That's unfortunate. You tried at least. 
Oh, it's very cold. Gods, it is so cold. All right, well, what's the plan then? We just head to this tower? Um, like I said, he was talking to me in my head. Oh yeah, about, uh, about that, what? When? Kept, when uh, we were at the tavern, it, it, he kept reaching, he kept calling me Igan. What? And then he said, oh, you're not Igan, when I tried to Why did reach he... back out. I, I don't know. So maybe I can try to talk to him again. I, I, no. I mean, if you want to, or but, but please be very careful. You know, you can't, you can't, you cannot trust these demons and devils, you know. They all lie. That is true. I mean, he's already in my head, so I might as well see if he'll help. Ellie, I notice you're not even flinching. You don't even have goosebumps. I like, that's when I like pull my cloak around me more like, oh, well. Uh, I'm probably wearing the same thing we wore in the desert cold nights of, of, uh, Dustville. So. Well. Brad, actually, how much does Ellie feel? Because I know the cold and the hot, like, cold and hot still affect her body. But how much does she actually feel? Uh, to be honest, that's up to you. Um, you can, Uh, you can still freeze and burn and, uh, if you stand still here you will just freeze and probably i guess die um we haven't experimented what what exactly happens to you yet and you don't understand you know but um yeah it's up to you how cold you are i think you can you do have some level of sensation for how cold it is i think for her it's not that she would feel the sensation of i'm cold it would be like she feels her body freezing up right and that's like she knows she's cold but she's like she doesn't she just feels the stiffening and, and that's what kind of gets to her. So you, like, she would be like going like this and moving her arm and and sort of just like shuffling every now and then, but like not complaining. So, because she just doesn't feel it in the same, the same way. Right. Well, should we uh, get moving or? Yes, please. Yeah, I have a feeling we shouldn't uh, linger too long in one place. Might not be good for us. Agreed. Right. We're only just gonna get more cold. All right. Well, While they were talking, I, I've had my eyes closed and I'm trying to reach out yeah, to the voice you, in my head. What do you do? What do you say? I, I think, but like as I'm speaking to the voice in my head, are you there? Hmm. There is uh, an instant um response and again you get the sense of those eyes that are looking at you you can see them clearly as your eyes are closed they appear to you as if they open in front of you um and the voice responds ah yes i see that you are here now come into the tower fear not you are quite safe here. In my head, I respond, we're cold. I don't know that we'll make it to the tower. Good luck. Damn. So I 
turn around because I, I feel like I turned around to the back of the cave so they wouldn't try to stop me in case they were like, don't talk to him. So I turned back around and I guess I could light my books on fire, but I really don't want to do that. No, 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 don't do that. Right? They light another fire. We should he keep said them. Um, we could go to the tower. What? You spoke to him? Yeah. Apparently I can Just do that now. now. Yeah. All right. So, um, apparently, um, I can talk, talk to him in my mind now. Is that, Bo, can you see if I'm okay? Um, I, I mean, you look fine. Um, maybe it was because of that kiss? I don't know. I don't know how this is all happening and it's only happening to you, Aura. But either way, you, you are our only means of contact with this Lord Chipper. If he's telling you that we need to go in there, well, I, I'm not seeing any other options we've got. He said, um, we're safe here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but, all right, we'll, uh, we'll go there. But, We'll keep an eye out for things. Well, if you think about it, it's making our job a little bit easier. We wanted to talk to him anyway, so I, I guess. I, I guess, guess well, I guess we go to the tower? We go to the tower. Lead on. Do I know how to instinctively get there? Um, Give me a perception check. Six. No. <laughs> Can I tell, like, where we need to head? Um, I mean, you still have the information available to you that I gave you at the beginning, which is that there doesn't appear to be a conventional entrance, like a doorway or anything like that, but there are pieces of the tower that are broken. It looks old and ruined, and there are several kind of holes and things. The area that's at the um, level in front of you that then th this is a frozen lake in front of you it does look like it can probably support your weight but maybe not sure a hundred percent on a six but um, oh. you uh, you can see that there are holes there are entrances there are what look like maybe broken bits of the tower or even old windows something like that the area where the the chains um, uh, have broken into the tower um, are certainly an entrance. You could potentially walk on these chains, by the way. They're huge. Um, and walk up the chains to, like, a bridge to uh, to one of the entranceways, the natural broken entranceways there. Um, How huge are they? Huge, huge. Like, they're, like, ten foot wide. Um, oh, so we could easily walk on them. It's it's not a situation of... Yeah, they look okay. stable. They might be icy. I think, I think Ellie would be trying those out, like, weighing them. Yeah, and I think that's probably what you see on a 10, that, that there is a surefire way in if you walk along the chains like a bridge. On this little, on this map here, you are like, like this big. You see that little dot? Yeah. That's like yeah, you to scale. It's oh, wow. You're All right. tiny. This place is huge. Chains okay. are massive. All right. Oh, I guess we had down there and find a way in? Do we want to go across the lake, or I shouldn't have... Maybe I think I you see have... Ellie already walking on the chains, like, up the chain. Oh. So. Hi. Uh, how's that, Ellie? It's a little slippery, but 
I mean, this is pretty large. I think most of us, as long as we're careful, will be able I to ca- walk up it. I cast fire bolt at the part of the chain in front of her. Does that help? Melt the ice. No. Yeah, I step on it. I'm like, yeah, well, there's no ice here now. Oh, great. Well, I don't want anyone to s- slip and fall. Oh, uh, Bo, you can do things with water, right? I can do things with water and ice, and I am oh. literally surrounded by it. Can you get the oh. ice off this chain, then? Well, I guess I can give that a try. Maybe you can make a door or a way for us to get in when we get closer, too. Then I can. I can try. It doesn't bother me at all, Mo, to do the fire fire magic at all. It won't. It won't impede me later. So if if you'd like, I, I can go ahead and do that. Unless we could we could use them together. All right. All right. Let's I, let's say because I don't have a great sense of balance. Um, if anything were to happen, I will well control the element and. Uh, if one of us were to, you know, uh, hopefully it doesn't happen, uh, were to slip, fall, um, yeah, worst case scenario. All right. Oh, you gotta know that this is gonna freeze pretty fast too, so we have to move quickly. Yeah, we would. All right, well, I can just simply recast it. We, we shouldn't rush and trip. Uh, all right, so I, I guess I'll go first, or? Yeah, you go first and I'll follow in last. I mean, it's pretty wide, we could go we could go together, two and two. All right. Bo and I up front. Uh, I think Bo should be in the back just in case something happens. I All think right. so too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Bo, you you get behind me and you make sure that the uh, the ice under our feet is good, and I'll clear the way in front of us. Got I it. Step up beside. Uh, or I wait. Actually, I move over and wait for Sauna to step up beside me. All right. I just hold out my hand. I help. Oh, ha, thank you. <laughs> I think a- as you grab Ellie's hand, you would notice it's like really cold because she's finish. also lifeless. Uh, anything. Oh. Oh. Okay, I'm up. I'm ready. Are we ready? I look back at Aura. Ready. I'm ready. And go. And I just cast Firebolt again at the, the way yeah. in front of us. So, um, once you're on these chains, they're super stable. It's not like a wobbly bridge or anything like that. Right. They just remain, like, your weight is nothing on top of them, really. Um, Great. They're pulled very taut to the tower. It doesn't, nothing really changes. Um, clearing the ice, it removes the ice. There's still some water, but it's not that big of a deal. The footsteps are relatively flat, even though the chains are um, rounded. You can still get a good footfall on it because you're so small, technically. Um, give me Arcana checks, uh, Bo and Suna. Thirteen. Eighteen. Both of you are aware that your magic is dampened here. Um, your fire spells are still being launched and they're melting the ice, but it's, it's just weaker. Um, not significantly so, maybe like 20%, something like that. Bo, when you're manipulating any of the ice in any way or helping it in some way, you can feel that it's like, it's like it's fighting against you would be a better way to describe it. Um, than it being weaker for, for Bo. He has a control over the elements, but it's almost like they're not willing to be controlled or, or, or it's like a tug of war between you and the ice. Um, so that you're having to expend a little more energy 
to just move the same amount. Um, but you can sense both of you after walking along this thing, clearing the ice, summoning the same um, cantrips over and over again, that there's there's an element that your 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 spells are weakened here, at least w- with regards to clearing this ice on these chains. And um, yeah, the four of you begin moving along. There actually isn't any checks because it's literally like walking along a bridge. You've cleared the ice um, and that's um, really all you needed to do. I, I, I would like to try to cast a, a ray of frost into the air. I just want to see if ice magic is also dampened here. Go for it. You cast a ray that. of frost into the air. Right. It is... Does it feel as strong? Um, yes, it feels normal. Uh, right, I see. Okay. All right, all right, I guess. That, that, I guess that makes sense. And then I just keep casting Firebolt and walking along. Yeah. I think it takes about 20 minutes to walk the full distance of these chains. Um, you are moving steadily, um, but as, as fast as you, you can before you get close enough that you can see now what this tower is. And it really does just look like... Um, it looks like most of whatever structure this tower was attached to is below you. And as you get a bird's eye view of the lake that spreads out below you, you can see that it's a, there are layers to this lake almost. You can see the top layer of the lake so clear that you can see underneath... Um, um, very clearly. You can see that there is uh, another layer of ice underneath it and then these kind of icy broken bits of rubble. Lots of stone and twisted um, shaped ice structures that look like they probably made up um, a much larger structure and it's all broken and um, twisted and, and fallen into the lake underneath you. Um, looking around as you move up, you can kind of see a little better outside of the, the frozen kind of um, sphere orb that you're in, the cavern. Um, you can see outside now. There is a mountainscape off to one side of you that's blurry and difficult, almost like you're looking through frosted glass, but you can see now that there is a mountainscape um, to one side of you. And on the other side, a very open expanse of either water or snow, something... Um, spreads out relatively flat across the, uh, the opposite direction. Um, you can tell that this place just seems it, it, it might as well be in the middle of nowhere in the middle of a giant great big snowfield next to a set of mountains um, and that whatever building or structure that was here or uh, the one that you recognize from Igan's memory um, has been destroyed. It's, it lies in ruins below you and whatever the only thing that remains is this tower that is uh, standing, leaning to one side, held really not in place by these chains. The chains are not holding this thing up. The tower is being held by the foundation that sits in the bottom of the lake and the top, which um, sticks out of the top of where the the icy sphere that that makes up the cavern around you is. Um, You guys move for 20 minutes before um, getting close enough to this structure and it just looks like a frozen ruined tower lying in ruins bits of it fallen off most of it really just seems like it would have fallen under its own weight by now had it not been for the fact that it appears to also have been flash frozen in this state um, The a lot of the entrances that you could see um, are actually frozen over um, and as you get closer now and the chain which has 
clearly been um, either fired in or out of this wall of the tower as you approach it, um, creating an entranceway for you. There is a, a thin layer of ice, a wall of ice that makes a, um, a, a, the doorway sealed off to you as you approach it. Oh, all right. I look over at Bo. You, you ready? Ready. Together? Together. Right. You, you count us down. I'm, I'm ready. I step out of the way of Bo. <laughs> oh, okay, Noor. Get ready. I, uh, I raise my arms up and try to, with all my might, control the ice. And I cast Firebolt. Yeah, the two of you together fire. Um, firing a firebolt towards the doorway or the entranceway. Bo cracking the ice as the firebolt hits it. You see it melt, it bursts. Um, there is a, uh, a sudden um, uh, rush of wind that, um, that pulls you closer to the door as soon as it hits it, as if a vacuum almost has had broken and you are um, um, unstable for a second as the the hole is made. You see the fire melt downwards. The bits that Bo have cracked snap and break away like glass and and uh, break on the floor. And before you, you can see now in to this tower. You can see into what looks like a kind of main chamber. You can see a... Um, you can see where the chains are going. And you can see what they're attached to. Oh no. At the center of this empty, broken palace chamber, there the four chains converge. They run from outside the tower into this main chamber and bite into his flesh. This giant form which is held in, sus- in suspension in the center of this great room. The upper floor's broken in, the lower floor's broken. Barely any, um, barely any floorway for you to step on. What, what, what has fallen in is now ice for you to walk along and suspended this creature, reptilian almost, um, a wide reptilian face a permanent smile almost um this bone-like structure wide jaw an abnormal shape there is like the snapping of of bone as it shifts and the and the jamble of of the chains as it it struggles to move and it might be 50 feet tall um holy shit thin arms skeletal kind of uh arms fingers on on each hand kind of spread outwards and and caught by these chains stretching to these horrible points the skin on this creature is is very kind of thin looking you can see a set of veins and you can almost see this this pulse of of icy cold um blood or energy that moves through it it glows outside of this thin icy skin very very large eyes that look out towards you with an almost reptilian cheshire cat like look 
um, six stubby white horns push out from underneath this sort of sleeping cap, creating a a sort of icy crown. Um, wow. For an idea of kind of how his face looks, he looks a little like this. Holy um, shit. Give you some idea of how he's kind of is his face is looking at you and this enormous creature is stuck suspended you can see some of that bioluminescent that photoluminescent cyan blood running down um its body from where the chains have pierced into its arms and its body and its legs um running along the chains and falling downwards in the tower um bleeding endlessly into the stone below and the frozen icy lakes of Stygia. As you guys open this thing and that rush of air um, pulls you forwards and you look in to see this creature, it immediately opens its large mouth, the chains rumble a little bit and it says, To covet power and to lose is a greater loss than you could ever imagine. I have a bad feeling about this. Well, as do I, but this is all we have right are now. These, are those the eyes that I saw in my dream? Yeah. Uh, another question. Uh, in my vision uh, from my dad, or memory or whatever, he saw this man uh, sentence them to it. Does he look the same, albeit smaller? Yes. Or does he look weaker now? He looks. Uh, he looks the same, really, right. but he doesn't okay. look. Uh, yeah, he looks the same. He he definitely looks different. The way he would walk was more animalistic, but he's kind of pinned up at an awkward angle. Right. His arms and legs. Right. He's got a tail that runs downwards, um, <laughs> flicking at the end a little bit, but he doesn't. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's the same figure. You recognize this right. to be Lord Chibba. This is him. This is this is Ch- Chibba. Well, what do we need to ask him now that we're here? We uh, need to ask him about the cycle. Right. We should probably first apologize that we didn't know that these chains were connected to, you know, his, his uh, yeah. We didn't mean to walk on that. We had no idea. Right, but I doubt our weight really made much of a difference, but we are sorry. You guys if, walking if, in it, and saying this as you walk yes, towards yes. him? You yes. Can't get, yes, like, they're sorry. You can't get all the way up to where he is. The As you walk inwards and you can see that he's suspended in this, in the tower, hanging downwards, looking down, you can see that there's rubble and ice again. Um, the entire tower is covered in ice. What looked like maybe there was once things here they've all been destroyed broken you can see the remnants of of what was once maybe sets of tables or something like that living quarters maybe elements to um the structure of the tower stairways and things but they've all been broken away and you can get close though it's almost as if you can walk along the edge of this tower and there's a platform to for you to step out to get close enough to interact with chibba and yes is this the same tower as well from the um, memory it looks like the same structure but it's not a room that you recognize from the memory all right all right but it definitely looks like this is built from the same right you know stone. architecture yeah what 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 happened here i wonder 
I will answer your questions. You needn't fear. Whatever hunts you, it is, uh, safe in here. The Vistus has sealed me in my tomb, and you along with me. Oh. I recognize that name. Uh, Brad, you said the memory was gone, though, right? Like, I, I could recall just the bits that I right up until the moment before I saw. Did I you, remember his name? Yeah, you know that that guy, okay, the right. guy Levistus, is the archdevil who rules this plane. Right, right. Uh, that's, that's, and I'll relay that information. That's the archdevil that rules this whole plane here. Uh, yeah, not, not great. Also, he, he might know that we're here. Just a thought. Or oh, that boy. we exist. I, I don't know how far that goes. How would he know? Will, you remember that hot flash I yeah. had over breakfast? Will, I was trying to get information about this, and, 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 uh, he was in my head. Before I pushed him out. I, I, I pushed him out. I, oh. I, I did, I did, but, uh, he did, he did look, look right, and I'm starting to get another one right now. Just think oh, this is a good it. time to get a hot flash, then, because it's kind of cold. Yeah, well, I guess so. <sighs> Why do I sense? my old servant, upon you. Um, I would like to know that as well. We, um, killed him. We did, we, 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 we did do that. Mm. We, we, we asked him to, to help bring us to you so we could get some aid, and then he refused, and, and, then he, and then he attacked us, and then we had no choice. Um, yes. He, he showed us how to get here. As well. Right, well then, who uh, uh, oh, he did you a favor. <laughs> Perhaps. It was not Why so long send... ago. Why did you sentence him to death? Hmm. Trivial matters of house that have all since been turned to rubble. His big head kind of moves down and looks downwards, the chains twisting. You can see it. It forces kind of a, 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 a pulse of blood from some of his wounds, and they run down his arms, his legs, along the chains, and drip. Oh, gross. I lean over to Aura. He, uh, he slept with his daughter. Oh. Quite nasty business. Oh. Mm, long dead, my daughter and my other servants. What, what do you know about uh, what we're supposed to do? Mm. About do the cycles. Mean, the cycles. Ah. Uh, uh, uh. So it was true. What, what was true? The race. Oh, yes. Yes. Very much true. I wonder looks upwards, chains twisting again. The one known as Deovaki, yes? Yes, yes, finally, someone that knows something. Mm. Mm. What do I know? Perhaps first, you can tell me why you have come to me. 
Uh, well, honestly, um, I look a little uncomfortable and I grip my walking stick a little bit. Uh, I don't suppose you know, uh, uh, or uh, Mother Numera. Have you by chance heard, heard of her? Perhaps in my mortal travels, I would have met this one, but I do not recall. Uh, that's, that's, that's all right. Uh, well, she, she's, she's a bit of a uh, diviner, and uh, she, she sent us to you. Said you could help us def- defeat, defeat, defeat God. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> but, Tell uh, me, how long has it been since... Since Thelmesia fell into the sea? Oh dear, I'd, I'd like 50, 50 years, right? 500. 500, felt like 500, that was, dear, that was 500 years ago. So I have been here for, I see. Mm. Yes. And uh, what of the name Savras? We do know that name. Yes, that is the yep. Savarus is a hero who was turned and now hunts down anyone who knows he is a false god. Right. That we learned that with uh your mother. Right. I, I look over at Ellie. Well, we know he's a false god. Yes. Uh, how do you evade him? What? Well, do, do, do we have to tell you everything, or, I mean, you, look at you, you're, you're frightening. What, what if you just squash us like bugs what, 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 later? I am quite dead. I am what? unable to move. I am trapped here. This is my fate. Uh, is there any way to get you out, or...? Perhaps if you destroyed Levistus. <laughs> Sounds easy enough. All right. We'll just get right on that then. No. Does he have a weakness? I like how, like Ellie's like taking it serious. Like, does he have a weakness? Oh, Ellie, we're, we can't do that. We're, we're mortals. I mean, if he has a weakness, maybe we could use it. It was I that had the weakness. I planned to rule, but where? Levistus had a singular focus. I did so enjoy a tale. And... It led to this ruin. No, he has no weakness. Oh, well, everyone has a weakness. I don't believe you. Hmm. Then you may hunt him if you can find a way out of this place. If you so wish. But I believe you are here for something different. And my vengeance. Well, y- yes, but I mean, or I don't suppose you could just get him out of here with, you know, your thing. What if you just opened your thing right here, right where he is? Can can you do that? Um, I I don't know that that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't really I think that's are... a good idea. Well, we were just going to take him back to the city, be like, ah, oh, here's a god now, or, or a demon, I should say. 
Well, I, I was going to explain that to the villagers. Well, I, it's just a thought. He did say he had mortal travels. Maybe he has a different form. Excuse me. Do do you have a, a maybe a different a different form? Can mm. you look like us? Why yes, but not now. I am not simply sealed by the chains, but by a deep magic. This right. Whom? Also, and everything, and everyone, within it. So we can't get out either, is what he's saying. We've tr- we've trapped ourselves. Well, yeah, right. So we gotta defeat this Levistus archdemon to be able to escape, right? Rainswalker. <sighs> oh, um, I know that like instinctively I don't think I can look for look for a portal right now because I used it without a long rest so I'm going to try see if I can detect a portal okay even though I know I probably can't let's see here um yeah you can't you can't even summon up the energy, it's just... can't do it. You gotta rest. I'll lower my voice and... so the group can hear me, but... I can't look... right now, I'm too tired to find another one. No, we can't lay down. If you lay down, you're done. You're just gonna freeze over. Even if I was to, let's say, make an igloo out of all this ice, I don't even know if it'd be enough to keep us warm. Is there a way to keep warm here? Mm, warmth is something I have never needed nor understood the need for. I am afraid that is uh, up to you to decide. Can I use my survival instincts to see if there's a way that I can make it make an enclosure for us to all huddle in and stay warm give me a survivor check 16 hmm you know that there is no real way of doing that you might be able there isn't snow it's ice so you can't really make one of those like makeshift snow holes that people can do um it's not really like cut blocks of ice to make something advanced like an igloo um really your only hope is probably the fire that aura uh, that um sooner has um but there isn't any wood there isn't any kindling apart from the things that you have on you um it's going to be real difficult to stay warm here under the stuff that's beneath them though you said there was like actual things none of that looks like it was wooden at one point um yeah maybe you could maybe find some scraps of wood but you'd have to dry them out and it's yeah it's, it's possible that you would find things after a long um investigation and what i'm talking about is like stuff on other levels and stuff like that you'd have to climb all over this place um it's it's possible but unlikely it's a terrible situation to be in 
There's no survivability here for long. Oh boy. You have avoided Severus, Planeswalker. But yet he hunts you, no? Is he coming after me? For all of us? In my madness, I called forth the name Severus, the name Deovaki. They must know I am bound. I am desperate. Well, they can hear, can they not? All that summon them. You're muted. I'm muted? No, PB. No. Oh, I'm not saying anything. Oh, I thought you were, sorry. Um, as he's saying this, I have resistance to cold damage. So... Does that affect anything? It helps you from, from not being too cold, yeah. I think it would, okay. you, can, you can justifiably not. You're not going to freeze. No one here is going to freeze within, you know, minutes or anything. It's just ridiculously cold. It's like suddenly being teleported to the Arctic, um, but you are inside of an igloo kind of already. Um, the creature looks over you and says, You know nothing, do you? No, I was pulled into the sky and now we're here and somehow we just one step to the next, just another problem after another problem. Everybody speaks in riddles and nobody answers you fully and nobody talks straight and now we're here mm. in the fucking ice world uh, with nowhere to go. I believe it's hell. Okay, the hell, hell yes. ice world. So you were not brought here by the name Remenon Cheva. I touched that demon's face and he showed me this place, but it wasn't this place. This place is a ruin of what I saw. Oh no. Oh no. So one of, I don't know if Igan had a bad vision. No. What if it was me? What if that thing knows where we were trying to get here and it put us here? No. This might be my fault. I do not believe it is anyone's fault. I believe this is the work of fate. And, 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 and we're just supposed to meet you and talk to you and not help you or anything? Ah, mm. uh, yes. Perhaps I shall tell you what I know. And together, we can put together the pieces. Well, I do like a good story. Ah, as do I. Little lambs, yet for the first time not brought to the slaughter. I believe for once, I am the shepherd. I think you just see Ellie listening and walking and like trying to make sure she doesn't like start getting stiff. Yeah, I, I will head off the chains to that middle area where we could sit and, and sort of listen, except I won't be sitting. I'll be standing there, like, trying to keep warm. 
I stand next to Suna and uh, share a little piece of my shawl and uh, wrap it over her shoulder. Thank, thank, thank you. I, I, I have a winter blanket in here. If you, if you just hold on, I could just wrap us all in it here. One, one moment. And then I pull that out and gonna try to make room for everyone and and maybe cast Firebolt in front of us just a little bit. Not on him, of course. I don't I don't want to hurt him, but it's not the best, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. Right. The uh the creature kind of settles in his in his chains. He falls a little slack to lower himself somewhat to where you are, and he leans his enormous head downwards and looks at each of you and says My books. I gathered many. First, the old texts on what you call the ancient magi. Mortals that came before you in the cycle most recent past. I believe they were close. Such magic they wielded far greater than even we can know. Theirs was something more potent. And I believe it was due to this that they discovered the chaos itself. Ka ka chaos? Yes. Chaos. Chaos is what rules alongside or opposite Deovaki and whomever yes. should sit upon the throne. Right. Seals of the chaos instilled in the very first cycles. The seals were known, this is what I believe, by the Magi. Chaos designed a sort of survival of the fittest for the mortals. Those that pulled their resources to conquer the seals. Wisdom, survival, strength, wit. They would earn their place as the rulers over the next cycle. Chaos is simple, and that is why its counterpart, Deivaki, is cunning. Devising a plan, Deivaki found loopholes to disguise the seals and twist the dying order. The ancient magi, they discovered the seals, but they knew not what they were for. Ultimately, they broke the seals, opened the gates, and found a way to leave them open. Protected by the chaos, a single guardian was left behind at each to ensure the gates remained open so that the next cycle might succeed. The Dying Order has a way of resetting your world, perhaps this world. Well, then what about the missing cycle? What's that all about? There have been several cycles. I would estimate between four and ten.
That's a lot of... That's a lot of uh, civilizations just wiped clean, then. Yes. This is the way of it. The way of our... existence. There are... Right. Creatures that have seen the cycles past and remain now. Yet, they do not tell the tale. I believe I am one of those creatures. I believe the demons and the devils of this world and yours are the failures of the cycles gone. The Celestials, the Seraphim, the ones your mortal clerics pray to as gods, those are the victors. But as we know, they were not victors at all. Simply misled, beguiled, enslaved. This is a lot to take to take in. I am surprised you have come this far and know so little. Well, it's a little bit chaotical, wouldn't you say? My research was slow, delicate, deliberate, and I began when I was young. I knew this. I knew this. Cycle was strange. For I was young, but I was not young. It was not a question of my physical form. Something whispered to me. Something in the cracks of the ice below my feet. He looks down to his feet, which are kind of hanging, dangling. These these kind of large reptilian claws on the ends of his feet, which are just loose above the. Um, the expanse and some of his blood drips off of his legs. He looks back up towards where you are. Mm. Sometime I assumed I was misinterpreting instinct for wisdom. But something whispered to me. For you see, I am a devil of ice, much like your elementalist here. I can sense what lies within the ice. Not the water that holds it still, but the memories that sit inside that stillness. Ice is not pure, as your novels would delude. Ice is water that has become old. I am ice. I could not recall the time before, but I know that I was present for it. I stepped foot upon the endless wastes of your mortal realm, and the ice froze my very soul. And of course that was odd, for I had never felt the cold. And so my study began. For over three millennia I dedicated myself to uncovering the mysteries of this dying order. And long ago I discovered the path to Deovaki. Before I could walk that path, I needed power, and as much power as I could muster, and so I began gathering power. Before long, I had almost half of Stygia under my command, and I had planned to muster all the armies of the Nine Hells against Deovaki, but alas, before I could even defeat my first foe, 
the vistas bound me here. The prophecy. Do you know of it? Uh, that 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 uh, one of the these one of these hands here will do it. Yes, it is part of it. What else? Truly, I believed the prophecy to be fictitious. Simply thought up by an insightful mortal. It seems not only was the prophecy true, but that I was indeed in it. One of you is the child of prophecy from the one hero prophecy, and it seems I shall play the part of the guide. Prophecy is incomplete. Quite largely so. And in my time I could only gather fragments. In particular, the portion of the prophecy regarded as the child. Alas, what I know is this. The child of prophecy is as follows. There will be one come forth. Born running orphaned from mortal blood, tied to the land and moon, chaos born and chaos champion, the orphan shall become the origin. Tell me, do you know which of you is the hero? I look at Ellie and Aura and Bowen. They all fit that category. Mm. I just look at the others like, no, it's not. I'm not a hero. Well, I'm sure no one thinks of themselves that way until they actually do it, Ellie. But the truth of the matter is, is it's one of you three. So it, it very well could be you. Hmm. Do you know which one of us? It is? Mm. The prophecy states that a pilgrimage shall lead one on a journey of travel and self. Though you must always find a guide. One that will lead you to Axis Mundi. That guide is I, and I know what you must do. So long as all of you pass through. One of you will be able to fell Deovaki. Am, am I understanding this correctly? It, only one of us is going to come out of this? No. Only one of you can harm it. Right. Well, we're in this together, so we are we are going to push forward, right? We've come this far. We're not going to stop now, are we? Exactly. We're, we're more than just a team now. I consider these ladies my family. <laughs> That's right. We're not just going to suddenly stop now. We can't let an entire civilization get wiped out again. My children 
need me. Laura, Ellie. No, I'm in this. I'm not going anywhere. I don't want... There's too many people that I don't want to die. That I care about, I'm not gonna just give up. And what of the marks? Who carries the marks? Well, Aura has one, right? Uh, I mean, I have one too, but I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not on the, the in the running here. So, Aura has. Uh, we went to the Gate of Time. The Gate of Time. Right. In the desert. Yeah. Yes. Dustvale, the mortals call it. Now, anyway. I, uh, when he speaks of the marks and they show it, that's when I think I take out Ahi's dagger and I walk up to him and I hold it up. Like, I just hold it above me. Hmm. This is... (laughs) Yes, of course. Marks on your hands, Phronomancers. Nothing more than... Taken magic. You summon so, through you the powers of the ancient magic. Oh, wow. Have forsaken your own hidden talents in favor of their strength, their knowledge. And you have harnessed their magics, their powers. This one. He looks towards our and says, This one has brought forth his own hidden unique talents, abilities. Much like me, commands the ice, and perhaps more. This one, delayed, I cannot smell what you are, but I sense something Deadly. Do you control death itself, perhaps? I've killed a few people. (laughs) Yes. These are your unique powers, but not the marks that I seek. Whomever is the champion, the hero, won't matter which of you has drawn power from where, but you will need to draw it forth before you can harm this creature that has enslaved us one and all. All right, well, he drank. They gave up their whatever these are, these trinkets, I don't know, these ancient artifacts. What do I do with mine? Obviously, I stabbed something, but what? you know? What have you stabbed with it so far? Oh, I've stabbed nothing so far. (sighs) I mean, what if it breaks? I don't know. This looks pretty old. Mm. The magics of chaos are foreign to me. 
I believe to uncover your own hidden powers, you shall have to uncover your own hidden powers yourself. But I would suggest stabbing things. So what, do I stab you? Is that how it works? We just stab things until we get our answer? Perhaps I look back at Suna like, she's not going to like this. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. He said you could try, and if I were him, I wouldn't want to spend the rest of my life like this, so, you know. You want me to actually stab you? Mm. Yes, but not now. I like, uh, Ellie like goes to stab him and when he says not now, she goes, uh, all right. But what if it okay. should work and you <sighs> end up trapped here with no guide? I, I so you're going to guide us out of here. Is that the, is that the deal? I believe you're going to get yourselves out of here. But first, the marks. Who is a child born running, orphaned? Uh, I, um. I was left on a doorstep. And you are of mortal blood. No, I am a tiefling, obviously. I was raised by mortals or... Well, I'm mortal blood, I guess that... Yes. None of us here are gods, so I yeah. think you can just say we're, we're all mortal blood. <laughs> and you are a child tied to the land and the moon. What does that even mean? I think, yeah, I think all of us kind I mean, of are. She's a farmer, sort of. Mm. <laughs> yes. Very well. Is there any sort of like insight or check that we could do to see what he like? Sounds like he's kind of speaking in riddles. He is. He's quite. One hundred percent. And it's like, what, is there something we can do to like check? Uh, yeah. What do you? What do you? trying to check necessarily that he is not stringing you along no i i think uh ellie would be trying to make sense of what he's trying to say tied to the land of the moons were you born running stuff like that to get more out of it than just like you know the the to read between the lines mm. yeah so. give me an insight check i guess or an investigation check would be fine 17 so A child born running could be any of you, really. Um, and technically, now we're all orphaned. <laughs> you don't fully know, I guess. Um, Ellie, we don't know fully about your circumstances. The rest mm -hmm. of you, we had flashbacks to um, elements of your early childhood or birth. With Suna, we saw Igan and his escape from this palace. But we don't know this though, right? Or you, do we know what each other's seen? You do not <laughs> No. Wait, what? You do not Um Well, in that case, it's Bo. You, uh, <laughs> you if I, if recall, you do recall these images. Um, I'm pretty sure I told you you recall them when, when you witnessed them. Um, but they would feel like dreams and, and strange situations. Um, for Bo, he had the sensation of being somebody else carrying a child that was draped in, in, um, 
wraps that were grey that were covering the child's face and, and they were running from this knight um, person doing it summoned up the last of their energy to cast what felt like a fireball um, for Aura she had the sensation of watching this strange ritualistic um, tribal set of tieflings um, uh, perform a strange ritual under the moonlight with the with the altar in front of her she pulled the gun and stopped the ritual took the baby and ran for Ellie however she had an interrupted um, memory of the witch being cornered and captured um, by the um, dragoons and by the clerics in wherever she was captured presumably somewhere in Dustvale um, so we didn't get Ellie's birth moments or, or any clues from around that but you do all recall these dreams these memories that you all witness these strange moments that have been happening to you if any time but not you've each rested, other's right not each other's oh right okay then I, I don't know anything um, I think I think Ellie for the first time would actually have a look that would seem uneasy for the first time since like the witch stuff happened like she smiled and stuff but she's never like legit looked uneasy Mm-hmm. But uh, as she starts to recall like memories and, and start to deduce like all of this stuff, I bet she would just be like, uh, you, like one of those shit <laughs> type things. And um, and she doesn't know obviously other people's background, but based on her own background, she would sort of match some of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, especially yeah. the running. So each of you match it somewhat. Yeah, there's an element to each of you matching certain pieces. Um, Suuna has probably been removed. Yes. Well, also, my mother said that wasn't my purpose, so... um. And he said orphan, so I think Ellie would look back and look at Bo and say, your father might still be alive. Right, but his mother... My father still is, but he, he doesn't want anything to do with me. No, he didn't want anything to do with your mother either. And he had he had her killed, which makes Bo an orphan. Yeah, both my parents were killed, or at least that's what I think. Aura, what about you? Your 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 parents are still alive. No, they're not. Oh, oh right, I, right. Those aren't your your parents. I'm sorry. I'm just. They um left me. I don't. My I guess my real parents left me on their doorstep, and then they raised me, but then they died right would i be thinking of this flashback of the moon and running with a baby you can do and Up to you. what are you thinking about <laughs> there's this memory i have of running under the moonlight i had a gun and there was some sort of ritual happening and then i grabbed a baby and I think it was about me. Oh my. I look up at Chiba. Is it about me? Perhaps. Is this one not an elf? What, which one? Oh, looks towards Bo, but I mean, Ellie is also an elf, but. Well, I'm just half. 
elven roots, the woodland, the moon goddess Salune. These could all be closed to the elf. If you were born under the moon, brought out as a farmer in nature. Well, hell, this description fits me as well. And and is there any other way to tell? <laughs> what, what, what is this? What does this marked look like? You are not a child of mortal blood. Well, I'm, I'm just, I know that, but I'm just saying this is so vague that it could even fit me, and we know it's not me. So is there any other way to tell? Like, what I does this mar- marking look like? When he mentions Elvin, like, Ellie just pulls her hood up over, like, her ears and stuff, too. Like, I'm not getting involved in this. Um, she's just... Too little to work with. Too little you understand, and too little time. Either oh. Levistus, Zavrus, Devaki himself. One will come for us soon enough. Perhaps now, you simply walk the path. And if all of you strike at the god, one of you will make him bleed. Alright. Um, should I try to help him out? No. It is time for the questions. Questions? Who would like to go first? Oh. What are the questions for? For the path to access Monday. Yeah, I'll go. Mm. Very well. You... You look at him? Yeah, I'm just looking at him. I'm staring at his eyes because I, I woke up dreaming about him. The entire room around you freezes. These guys are s- still color drained from everything about you. The eyes fix you. They glow and they draw you in. The sensation of cold is gone instantly and you feel comfortable for a moment. But you feel kind of glued to the spot, almost as if you're frozen like they are and unable to move. Roll me a D8. Four. Tell me, Tiefling. What do we mean by being? And that's where we're going to end today's session. Holy shit! Get a whole week to think about that one. Yes, you do. <laughs> one of you gets really lucky. <laughs> what do we mean by being? Is that what you asked me? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry to make you dwell on that for a week, but here we are. Just have an existential crisis. It's fine. Mess <laughs> Dang it. Oh, no, that's great. Second. That means you don't have to think on the spot. Yeah. You can come back. <laughs> the rest of you have got to suffer an existential crisis live on stream next time. You, you get to have a dissertation ready? Like, well, actually, now that I have this ready, or his I'll first a PowerPoint. Answer. <laughs> yeah. or his PowerPoint, or whoever brings out the PowerPoint. Her first answer is going to be epic, and the second one, because there's two questions each, Damn it. is going to be something else. So don't think you get entirely away with it. Um, I just wanted the one person who was brave enough to go first to have a a something, a boon. Um, all right. Well, 
There we are. Oh, you know what I forgot? Because I was clicked on it, and I always do this as a GM. Here you go. Was that I was supposed to bring you over to this image, and it will be on the screen all next week, probably, when you went inside the thing. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Cool image that I... No pun intended. Hey. <laughs> of uh of kind of just the area that you're in almost um just i thought it was nice and ambiguous well um that brings us to the end of today's session um Whew. excellent session holy crap and uh a few more answers i think um i've had pretty much up to this episode planned for about two months um because after this it all gets a bit wobbly and I wanted to, uh, you know, you have to see where you guys are. I don't want to plan too far ahead, but you, um, yeah, you, uh, you, you, I don't know. There you go. I'm just, I'm not say nothing because it's all going to be spoilers. So thanks for playing players. Thanks for watching watchers. Um, I hope you had fun. That was a good first half. I really enjoyed the table flight to the, to the, to the portal. I wanted to give you an option that wasn't the one that you just came through because you could have run through the streets, right? And see how you dealt with it that way. But I also wanted one above you and I was like, I wonder if they'll try and get to that one in some interesting and creative way, which you did. And that's why I love D&D. Um, I immediately thought, well, Sauna could do this. Like I thought it in my head, I didn't want to tell her what to do, but I was just like, I really don't want to run down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been very bad. Uh, yeah. if we tried Agreed. to run down the street, I think. Um, right. So yeah, it was a cool, it was a cool way to do it. Um, and uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was a really interesting first half. And also here we are once again with a little more lore drop, I guess, from position of <sighs> so a, good. From That's a devil. Huge. He's a devil, um, yeah. an ice devil. Um, and, Need uh, fan art of that, please. I'll put it on my wall. Holy shit. Yes. Um, it was an image that, so I said before that I had a little bit of imagery kind of stolen because I read a book recently by someone called Sam Sykes and he read it, he wrote a book called um, A City Stained Red and there's three of them in this in this trilogy. But in one of them there's like a, there is like a sort of godlike demon creature thing that's like kind of strung up and I was like, that's such an in amazingly perfect thing and I was like, I kind of want to, uh, I don't know, to, to take it, steal it, but also homage to there. Um, one of the one of the more interesting pieces of imagery, I think, and also really fits with some of the themes that I've got running in the background that I'll talk about when we complete the entire campaign. Um, so uh, yeah, nod to Darkfire as well, right? That bondage, all of it. Yeah, it's um, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I'll anyway. discuss that at the end. I'm not because mm -hmm. I'll just end up fucking spoiling things and and giving you um answers that you don't deserve yet wretched players so uh next week you can you will each be asked two questions and um and uh the path to axis monday which is supposedly the way to deovaki may open and appear to you and and uh we'll no see, pressure. What that, see what that means no uh, pressure. until then We'll, uh, we shall depart and people can come to your streams and, and find you and question you and subscribe to all of your channels and what you're doing. Um, so please tell them where they can find you. Let's start with the, the questionee herself, Aura. Where can people find you, KPP? You can find me on Katie Peters Plays, um, where I play games and do other things. I painted Pennywise from It the other day because I wanted to. 
So I was it's behind That's me cool. now. I painted I painted ah, a balloon. I see what you did there. And uh I was really excited about the balloon. <laughs> so I do stuff like that and um we played I am bread today. Oh you did that and today that and it. I missed it? Oh my god, I'm so annoyed. It's I might play more of it. My internet was being kind of a butt today, so um maybe it was kind of a blessing that you missed that. But maybe there'll be more I am bread in the future. And yeah. I'm sometimes here for gone, which is PB show on Wednesdays. Indeed it is. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks, KPP. Make sure you go and check her out. Everyone's links and things. I don't know. I just, what was I, that laugh? I just, I get, I sometimes, I don't know. My Nervous brain laughter. Is, is dead. Um, what about you, Disby? Where can people find you and what you do in there? Hi, I'm Disby. I played Bob Bobo for you today. Uh, you can find me at Twitch at Disby Eric's. I like to play my horror games and variety games too. And yeah, if you enjoy that sort of thing, come come on and hang out. Yeah. And happy yeah, Easter, yeah. everyone. Great episode today. Thanks, guys. Happy yeah, it's Easter. Amazing. Um, and uh, what about you, Pocket? Uh, I play the lifeless half-elf, and it's a lot of fun. I don't say a lot because I'm really serious, super serious. But I'm actually the opposite on my stream and don't know how to be serious at all. So it's a nice... uh. It's a nice change of pace. Uh, Twitch.tv slash pocket. I stream every day, but Monday, sometimes Tuesdays. And I don't hate jokes. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, if you want to find out what <laughs> the fuck the context joke. of that meme is, head on <laughs> over to yeah. <laughs> Pocket's channel and question her on why she hates jokes. I don't um, uh, <laughs> someone else that hates jokes, Pumpkinberry. Me. Uh, hi, I'm Pumpkinberry and I played Suuna for you today. Uh, you can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. And also for those listening to the podcast version of the show, you can go to tablestory.tv slash dying order. And there are links to everybody's uh, channels and socials there. So if you know, you're, you're doing something, you don't have to write everybody's stuff down. So go check that out. Um, I'm here on Fridays for our new um, occult horror show. Um, I'm a player in that and WAC GMs that. Um, and then I'm here again on Wednesdays where I GM gone, as Katie mentioned, Brad's in that one as well. Um, and that's like a sci-fi surreal thriller. I don't know how to describe that show, but no it's does. good. And I'd love it if you come and check it out. And uh, on my channel, I, uh, I play some games sometimes, anything with a good story. And No Man's Sky. I'm obsessed with No Man's Sky. That's it. That's me. All right um okay well that brings us to the end of another session we shall return next week at the same time which is or eastern and uh don't forget to check out all of our other shows on table story we do shows on tuesdays it's harry potter wednesdays it's gone no one can explain what it is fridays is our new show facade and uh next week we'll be back with more dying order um i don't stream on my channel um but he's lying he does uh, and also, just for the record, I just want to do this. Coronavirus! Uh, oh man, that was. Uh, I was a fat thumb going for the the button, to, so that I can hit the thing, and I just I ran my hand across the the best button of all. It's lucky it wasn't the other one though, PB. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> what do you mean, thank you? I didn't mean to do it. It could have easily well, been. Well, I just mean thank you, past Brad, for putting it on a different button. That's <laughs> it could all. have been so. It could right. have been so bad. Um, if you want to find out what's on the other button, then you can come Go to, to my Brad's channel, channel. <laughs> and I'll be yeah. clicking it endlessly. You just uh, ask him and he'll, he'll play it for you. Yes. It's horrific. 
<laughs> thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to join the Discord with all the other Inquisition yes, and Theory Crafters to talk about all the additional lore. Whenever I do one of these lore drop ones, they usually go mad. So we'll see you in the Discord, the Dying Order on uh, over there. And bye. Oh, wait, see wait, wait. Oh. oh, wait. I just wanted to say we got a huge raid. So I just wanted to say thank you. Vertigo, I know you missed it. Vertigo. Yeah, he came, brought it. a whole bunch of... I just, oh, okay. I just, you were just um, doing, your, doing your thing. But I just no, want to say I hi just, to everybody. I, Thanks. I hate Vertigo so much. Okay. Um, I hate him. If you want to watch Divinity, me and Vertigo playing Divinity on Fridays. It's called Friendship Fridays because that's ironic. Um, <laughs> oh, Vertigo's a good friend of mine too. He's yeah, awesome. I love him. We play, uh, we play Divinity Original Sin 2. We did three uh, streams of it so far. We do it every Friday at 3 Eastern. Um, me and him are just playing through the whole of Divinity, however long it takes. Sometimes we're arguing and sometimes we're not. Who knows? It's a roll yeah. of the die. Oh, I'm going to tune in for sure. Yeah, he's a good lad, really. It's All hilarious. Right. Um, okay. Well. Okay. Yep, thanks. that's it. And bye. Bye.